You can tell niggas is getting old. What is that? Lil Wayne 40. Yeah. Oh, it's his birthday today? It was two days ago. Yeah, crazy as yeah. fuck, what? Yeah, it's crazy because it's like, I don't know why I feel like you don't think you're going to age. But <laughs> you know that shit coming? Like my little brother, like if I point out women, he kind of look at them because he ate 19, so he kind of look at them like, bitches, oh, bro, like, yeah, they was tough back in the day. I'm like, nigga, they still tough now? What you talking about? <laughs> we look at like that. That's old. <laughs> no, I'm saying, like, women our age, like, oh, yeah. you get what I'm saying? He kind of look at them like they older women. Okay. And, yeah. you know, our eyes, I'm like, nah, nigga, they still spring chicken. They still out here. Yeah. And then the bros, he think it's tough. I'm like, yeah, they look child, bro. Yeah, they babies. That's hella funny. Lil Wayne turned 40. Yeah, that's wild, bro. It's hella little shit that make a nigga feel old when you hear about it. Like, Lil Wayne turned 40 for sure make you feel old just because, like I said, niggas remember him being a young nigga of the group. Literally. That's the reason why he was Lil Wayne. You feel right. Like? He was a little nigga of the group. So that definitely feels a bit weird. Um... I'm trying to think who else had, like, I heard how old they was made me feel old. When I think about, like, albums and how old the albums is, I'm like, God damn. Oh, yeah, that always get me, bro. When somebody plays something, the Tomas song that we used to listen to, they call it old school? You ever had that happen? Yeah, my kids do that. Like, Dad, can we listen to music but not some of that old school? I'm like, well, what do y'all call old school? And they be like, uh, <laughs> Lil Wayne, Mrs. Officer. <laughs> like, no. what? Oh, no. Mrs. Officer is the shit. What you mean, boy? <laughs> yeah, they fucked me up with this one. I'm on that good, good shit, nigga. I got some bad bitches at the top. Call that old school. Face was turned up when I when I played that. My little sister was looking like, I'll put my AirPods in. We was in the car. I'm like, y'all play some music then. That shit hella funny, bro. <laughs> I'm like, that's old school. I'm like, yeah, we don't want to listen to none of that old stuff y'all listen to. And you got to think about it, too. Like, in 98, when I was 10, if somebody played something from 88, I'm like, man, that's old ass like shit. Like, some new edition. You yeah. like some old shit. Hell and yeah. that shit just 10 years ago. <laughs> I've heard motherfuckers call some J. Cole old school. That, um, that you want to love me forever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That uh-huh. shit, bro. This females listen to it. Oh, uh, Bigo. They she like, yeah, I like listening to everything. I like old school like, but you call this old school? She like, yeah, this is hella old. I was like, hell no, that ain't old school. What? Hold on. Had to think about it. That shit did come out like, what, 2011 or something? Man, what? <laughs> like, 2011 was like 11 years ago. Maybe it is old school to her. And she was like 23. That's crazy than a motherfucker. That's crazy than a motherfucker to be thinking like, because you can remember that time. Yeah, clear as hell. Clear Listen. as hell. Listen to this shit. Niggas was rapping, it was, hey, hip-hop, hip-hop to be. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, 
A, B, C, and one, two, three. <laughs> All my bitches love me. It's like, nigga, what? You don't get that <laughs> bubblegum ass? Yeah, one, two, three, step-by-step ass rhyme out here. Like, if anything, you could say this music actually devolved and stopped it. Like, it's, it's like music changes, of course. Like, shit don't be exactly the same. Like, the formats of music has changed, how long the songs are, shit like that. But it's not like, where it's like a completely different genre. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, the shit from the 80s and the shit from the 2000s sound like two completely different genres. I mean, it don't even sound like the same art form, damn near. You feel me? But the shit from the 2000s to 2020. Sounds similar. So do. Shit, I just that. Like, I feel like this. That's to 20 years, though. Shit has changed since then. Because, like, I think about certain shit, like the little Indian sounds used to be hella big. The flute was hella bigger in those days. Early 2000s, while we was in high school and shit. So, I would say that the sound has changed a lot. But I would probably say from 2010 to now, it really didn't change too much. Like, like it didn't change so much to the point that then there are all the rappers from 2010 is still the niggas right now. You know what I'm saying? You really can't say that from back then, except maybe what, like LL Cool J? You know what I'm saying? Hold on, bro. Let's introduce this real quick. Let's get back, <laughs> we can get back to the subject. You're now entering this thing of mine podcast. It's with your host. It's the Astonishing Adonis G, baby. It's your boy, Fave G, your favorite brother, a.k.a. the Toxic Terrorist, a.k.a. the Dirtbag Dad. <laughs> yeah, we in this motherfucker, man. But yeah, you said LL Cool J was, was dominant in the 90s? I'm saying it was like where you still consider him one of the top rappers in the game for a portion of that, but he was 10, more than 10 years in. Yeah. But who else? Was Raquel? No. Like, you can't think of nobody else from those areas. Right. right. Like, I'm, after, like, maybe LL Cool J... You can say Jay Z. Jay Z was like ninety six. That's what I'm saying. So from like ninety six to oh. to two thousand six, you could say him. Who else from the nineties? You could say lasted that long. That was at that level. You wouldn't consider Wayne from ninety nine, ninety eight. No. Nah, Wayne didn't really hit his stride to like would you six. Say, would you say Nas was still dominant? I mean, hip hop was dead. Came out in two thousand. I say Nas. You can say Jay Z. You can say Nas. Um, I almost want to say Too Short, but. I can just say he was like at the same level he was from like the early nineties. Yeah, you can say that he was never mainstream. E forty two, you can say E forty two. Sure, probably had the most longevity out of out of anybody for real. Yeah, yeah, they've been in there for a minute. Yeah, but that's about it, bro. Like it ain't like from the two thousand. Really, I'm gonna say 2010. It ain't like from the 2010 to to now. You know what I'm saying? Where you can say well, it's a batch of artists that was at the top of the game or near the top of the game then, and still is right now. All right, we were just talking about 2000 sounding different, right? Yeah. Here was the top hits in 2000. Right, basically 2000, 2010. 2000 to now, comparable. These songs comparable to to damn near, let's say 2020. No, I'm saying like the the area somebody's 2000 to 2010. As far as those are top songs from that era, no, compared to a, 2010 to now. No, this is top songs in the year 2000. I want to see if they still like these is 22 years ago. All right. Do it sound this drastic? Do it sound that different from the music now?
they all do for real. Yeah, they do sound a little dated. Yeah, they all sound older. They all sound dated. They don't sound like today's movie. That's why I say 2010s is more. 2010s. Mm-hmm. I see who. I mean, and just like you said though, it could be because it's more of those rappers that still rapping right now. Yeah, like that's twelve years ago. Think about the biggest rappers from 2010. You know the big three: Drake, Kendrick, Cole. Yep. Got Wale, Big Sean, mm-hmm. Nicki. Yep. All still around. Uh huh. Making music. All at the top of the class. You feel me? Like the one that you say is probably ain't at the top is Wale, Big Sean, Big Sean, and um, and you and Nicki just in competition to be at the top, but she's up there. She's up there though. Yeah. But she's in competition. Besides that, like. You can't think of no era where you got that many rappers. Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Drake. Yeah. yeah. You feel me? Like, like, I remember slapping Drake before my daughter was born. My daughter came. Yeah, me too. Like, so, yeah. That, that I was slapping right Drake there. when my baby mom was pregnant with Harlem. He's 13. Yeah, see? So, that tell you right there the difference. You feel me? That's why it's hard to it's imagine. It's crazy for me to imagine calling our shit old school because our music is still so relevant. You feel me? Like, even on that, like, on All My Bitches Love Me and shit, mm-hmm. everybody on that song is relevant still. Oh, Kanye? Y'all put Kanye up there, too. Kanye, for sure. Yeah, so. And Kanye was 05. Yeah. So, just, and when you look at that, nigga, the best rappers are older. You feel me? The oldest rappers are still relevant. Yeah. I mean, because I'm going through the list of the top rappers of the 2000s. Nelly, he wasn't popping in 2010. Mm-hmm. Eminem, nope. Outcast, nope. No. They last one was 04. Missy Elliott, nope. nope. Ludacris, nope. Mystical, nope. Bow Wow, nope. Trick Daddy, nope. You say Bow Wow probably the most relevant out of everybody in the numbers. Ja Rule, nope. DMX, nope. By 2010, Common, nope. Yin Yang Twins, nope. 504 Boys. Nope. M.O.P. Nope. Only one on that list that's still relevant is Jay-Z. Now, look at the list from 2010. The only one that might be on that list is Jay-Z. <laughs> Again. Yeah. No, I'm saying only one from the 2000s that's on the 2010 list. Damn, that's crazy. Where's Khalifa? No. I don't know. I'm not top of the list. Kanye. Yep. Drake. Yep. DJ Khaled. Yep. Waka Flocka. Nope. Rick Ross. Ooh, he up there. I say that. He more relevant than anybody else in 2010 was. B.O.B. Nope. Roscoe Dash. Nope. Diddy Dirty Money. You can almost put Diddy in Almost. Yeah. Almost. Timbaland. As an artist? No. But as a producer, yeah. Just as relevant. Jeezy. Should Jeezy coming back? So you almost say he did too. Twister. Nope. Yeah, that's that's twenty ten. Yeah, so we can say what? How many was that? Top ten? Yeah, that was a top ten. And what? You can say six out of ten have relevance today? Compared to the other one, you they ain't had no relevance in two thousand ten. No relevance with Jay Z. Yeah. So that give you a good example right there. If you go to two thousand twelve, I bet it's even more. Yeah, that's probably what I was future probably in there. You feel me? Kendrick gonna be in there. Uh, okay. We got 2012, we got Trinidad James. Okay. 
Juicy no. J. No. French Montana. You can put him in there. He have he had his singles and shit. Tiger. Yep, you can put him in there. He just had a hit with last year. Yeah, he sure did. Drake. Yep. Kanye. Yep. Two Chains. Yep. Future. Yep. Kendrick Lamar. Yep. DJ Khaled. Yep. Chief Keith. Yeah, damn near. He's still relevant. Rick Ross. Yep. He's still relevant. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. Yep. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Nope. Meek Mill. Yep. A little bit. He's still relevant. Schoolboy Q. No. Uh, I can't say no, bro. He just ain't making music. That's that's what makes you relevant. But he got some shit coming out, though. And people anticipating it. Then I, I think Schoolboy's issue is more of a TDE thing. You know what I'm saying? We asked this about three years ago. You might say no with Kendrick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? True. Danny Brown. No. Nas. Well, no. Ooh. You know, he did have a, a, a two, like, he, he went to Grammy. No, nah, yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, yeah. He just had King's, the King's Disease. Yeah, he put Nas That's That was a highly total album. That was like two years ago. Lupe Fiasco. No. ASAP Rocky. He's relevant, yeah. He not relevant, music. But not music. Yeah, Dom Kennedy. He's about where he was. True. He got that same bass. Yeah. So what's the best music era then, would you say? Cause like, 2010s. The 2010s? I, I want to say the 2000 to 2010. You count that all as one era? Because I don't. 2000 to 2010? We got to do every 10 years. Because you'll do 2010 to oh, now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think 2020, yeah. Or you talking about one year? Because if we no, talk no, about no, one no, year, no. I'm probably going to say 2016. No, no. You was right. I think you were saying uh, 2000 to 2020. But yeah. Um, I got 2000 to 2010. Only because we had little eras in that that we was growing up. First, you know, a lot of that shit, we was in high school. We lived, like, I started middle school. I started sixth grade, 99. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? So my next seven years was going to be the best shit in the world anyway to me but we had the hyphy movement that got to a mainstream point yeah. the crunk music crunk era was going fucking crazy we had seen jay-z and rockefeller become dominant we had wayne era right we still had the high boys and then we seen them break up and wayne extended to where he was at we had that little era where everybody was kind of like earth tone, like that's when Common was coming out. Tyler Kwali had that just to get by. Kanye was doing little little shit like that. Slump Village had that one, you know that. Um, um, yeah. We had that little. We had that little era, that little weird era. We had a little punk rock era towards the end in like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Dipset G Unit came out around that time. I think that was a great that was a great era. I put that era up against uh, any era that that we was growing up. We only got three. We only had three eras. So you think about the whole two thousand era. I bet you do that list. It'd be a little bit different. What, two thousand to two thousand twenty two to two thousand ten. Like what's the best rappers? And you compare the best rappers from two thousand ten to see that be too close though because two thousand twenty was just two years ago. Right. But yeah, I don't know. I gotta say that's the best era. And why would you? So what is the like making the criteria of the best era? How are you considering that? Well, because that make a big difference. You know what I'm saying? Because we say record sales, and you say that era. Right. But then if we say you feel me, I'm just saying like sonically, like how this sounding era. Yeah. The most timeless era. Right. Um. Of our life, so we got 90s, 2000, 2010. Um. 
see the hard part with that era I feel it was like I feel like a lot of that shit is stuck back in that era what you mean like it's I feel like there's more timeless music made in older eras in a way or maybe it's just because I could just think of more songs that just stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. And I think of hella more songs that, from like the 2000s, that like, like I, it's only so much yin-yang I think it's going to go crazy right now. Right. Maybe that's like true. one, two songs, you feel me? That's true. But then you got um, Lil Jon them still that's, that can make up for, for some of that shit too. What Lil Jon songs you say still go crazy for like, well, maybe Bia Bia? I'm saying like, no, if I'm we talk- lying, because Lil Jon, we got some shit that still go up, I've heard go up in the club. Lovers and friends still go crazy. Still, in the club. still go crazy. Well, John had a nice, nice yeah, run. That, there's something I gotta tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Young Dro era, obviously, like this. Young Dro came out. Them, them, them. Shoulder lean ain't doing it still. Huh? Shoulder lean ain't doing it still. It ain't hitting still. Nah, what uh, his uh presidential still go? I forgot how that go. And that, uh, if you're a killer, that shit go crazy still. Uh, you, you might be right, bro. I don't know about best era still, just because the 2000s, I can just think of so much shit from like 2010 till now that's going crazy. We just do that year. 2010? Yeah. It's so much I mean, shit that still go crazy it, still now. It do. For sure, it do. That'll be my second like, one. Because I had the future, 90s. Future, so much of his shit is like. Some so much his shit is so timeless. I forgot it came out like then. That really was like nine years ago, eight years ago. You feel me? Like Dirty Sprite Two was what two thousand thirteen, fourteen. Two. Yeah. Nah, DS Two was like twenty sixteen. Was that recent? I thought was like yeah. fourteen, thirteen. As I said, two thousand sixteen was a was a great year. Yeah, that's what I say. Like not being on our personal shit. Like if you play it. In a mixed crowd, but is it out here though? Because you know we still play four hundred degrees, cupcake with no feelings. You know our playlists out here be crazy. We got different Bay Area classics. You know yeah. that we like. And even I think, I'm, th- I'm thinking like anywhere, like anywhere. Yeah, I think the two thousand to two thousand ten to go crazy. Mm-hmm. I think it'll go crazy. I think like the crowd, that. and I also think it depends on the crowd too, because. Like, people that's going out now, they're going to hear more recent shit. We were just talking about how they were saying that era was old school. So, it sounds sound more old school. But I'm saying, the only reason why I put it there is because we grew up, we was growing up doing shit around that time. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Like, we just hit 21 around that time. One of that's clubs. a nostalgia thing. Bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's like, not like a... I'm trying to look at it beyond just nostalgia. Just off nostalgia, there's hella shit that I can think of that I still like. That wouldn't go crazy in the club and shit. Then know? I just think about the different eras that we grew, that we grew up in, how the music kept trying to change around that time. Because we even had like a ringtone era in that. Yeah, and that music got cheesy as hell in the ringtone era. Yeah, but we so, still got starting to see spaceships and Bankhead. Now that's a song that still go crazy today. Yeah, that you can. I feel like you can play anywhere, and this is people go still feel it. Um, so I think some of Jeezy shit, like balling. And then that's something you can still play anywhere. You feel me? And people still go feel it. Uh, I played that in the playlist battle on uh, Vigo. Yeah. Yeah, you feel me? So, and I think it was a club banger playlist battle we did or some shit. Ball is so, still gonna go up for sure. But, uh, yeah, it's hella little shit that, it's hella little shit that uh, for the 2000s still go crazy to us, but I'm trying to really think. Like, for example, 
there's shit from the 2010s, bro, that I personally know and have seen motherfuckers in the early 20s play like a motherfucker. You feel me? Now, they like 10 years old, you feel me, when the shit came out. Mm-hmm. To the point where it's like, damn, I'm gonna let you listen to this type of shit. So, well, I'm always listening. I know I had me and Max albums. Yeah. And Eminem shit. When I was like in fifth grade. I was in the fifth grade with Julie shit. Yeah. So, I don't know, bro. I, I still give it to the 2010s. Cause I'm still looking like Miana's, where I think our kids are still listening to. Like, I think we could throw on shit from 2010, your kids will fuck with me. But I feel like that's how we feel about the 90s compared to the 80s. Because we'll still listen to, to the 90s. Even most people think the 90s, you know, they overhyped the 90s for what it is. But that's because we was closer in that time. The 90s had hella timeless music too, though. They had a hella bullshit as well. They did, but we think about the biggest artists, the albums. And I think what was kind of different about the 90s, the 90s had more substance compared to, like, today's. Like, now granted, the biggest artists have substance and more feeling in their music, but so much of it don't have feeling now. It's just microwave shit today. So that's what made the 90s one of those eras. But I just I just can't put it as the best one, at least today, because I'm looking beyond today. Like, what's going to still right. what's still play? Today? And I feel like so much of that sound dated because of sampling, old school samples, and that it's not, it's not really... The quality of it, you know what I'm saying? Almost, it's almost like watching a movie that still got the, mm-hmm. the little film track in the background or some shit. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or watching a movie and... In black movie, and white. Yeah, the special effects ain't the same. That's how it is listening to old music, in a way. You get right. what I'm saying? Where it's like, the special effects ain't the same. Especially in like the early 90s. Like to now. You can say late 90s. It's certain shit that I think that is missing that we could say is lacking today we could say we devolved in music like the skits yeah interludes and shit yeah, yeah like cause that first intro used to mean something on the albums intro was like the setup I remember yeah. putting the album on and you listen to it, even if it's like some rain you know what I'm saying you're like oh shit they finna yeah. set this motherfucker I was up. movies mm-hmm. like matter of fact now you having me want to lead towards the 2000s cause that was the era when that shit was still happening that was an era when niggas, when you would listen to an album straight through because you had to hear the skits. The skit was going to lead to the next song or be the bridge or have a, it'll, it'll literally paint a whole meaning and move the shit, you feel me? So, it's a hard, it's a hard, it's yeah, hard to I say got what's, the, what's, the, now, bro. what's the best music era. Just because I'm looking at it from my, I don't know, I'm looking at it from playability, I'm saying 2010s. If we saying like, what is the best all around era where you talk about like the art, the music, playability. Yeah, I had to go to two thousands. And now I think about shit like Lil Wayne, uh, uh Street makes the hustles. Hustles make, make the, the world, world go around. The world's made the keys You can still play that around kids. Kids were made for hustling. Yeah, I hear like thinking about it. Look, matter of fact, it made me want to go to my daughter playlist. Like I got a playlist that she likes, and I bet you was shit from the two thousands in there, bro. She like Hard Knock Life, bro. Shit, that's 98. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Hamilton, I'm a Mess. That's 2007. 2006. Yeah. Jay-Z, Anything. 99. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, Dude, Anything. Snoop Dogg, I Believe in You. I don't know that one. That, oh, this is a classic. Oh, So Fresh and So Clean and Miss Jackson. 
2000. So those are the old songs on there. She got a, another playlist on my other iTunes house for her that got more on there, but that's on my other, uh, not iTunes, Apple Music. That's something I said make me feel old too, bro. Mm-hmm. You ever said iTunes? Yeah, kids make you feel old if you say iTunes. I fucked around and said an iPod. I was like, shit, my phone and turned to an iPod. It was like, what's that? It was like, you mean an iPad? Oh <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you, y'all know what I meant. <laughs> Try to play that shit off. This is a Snoop song, nigga. This is a classic. Oh, that's 06. That's 06. Yeah. I know this. She like this shit? Yeah. <laughs> she like that shit, bro. So, I'm going to say 2000s then, because keep real, all the old ones is late 90s or 2000s that she like. And she a 10-year-old. Did you watch DJ Academics interview on Breakfast Club? You didn't care to watch it? I don't like watching academics interviews sometimes. Well, nah. Because I feel like he just talks too much. I feel like he dominates the conversation. It don't be like an interview like that. Like, he, he talks hella much. Um, he is honest about shit. And that's what I do like. I feel like he'd be more authentic in his interviews. But it's just that sometimes he just talks too much. I feel like he... I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, it, like, like my attention span ain't long enough to watch his interviews. You know what I'm saying? And then, it's not like he he's smart. So it's not like he exposing anything in his interviews necessarily to me. Like, he's just giving his opinion on hell of shit. But he's giving his honest opinion on hell of shit. It's like, you feel me? Almost like, to me, the interviews would just be like an academic's pod. You don't get to know him out the interviews. Yeah. And when I see interviews, I look to get to know niggas. Right. And I feel like you don't get to know him in his interviews. You just basically, it's a literally... Uh, academics, what you think about hip hop today? Interview. I like that. I wanted to look at it because I knew Charlemagne was going to get a different academics, okay. where academics were sounding apologetic and was really thoroughly explaining the things that he was saying. Oh, with about the OGs and all that. About the OGs, about the shit with Regine, about what he contributed to hip hop. He I made. This with Regine. Uh, he was talking about how Regine don't fuck with Lucci no more. He locked up. Fuck, fuck him. He fuck with. She fucked with somebody else. Yeah. When he was like, and you know, bitches like, well, let me not say bitches. That's exactly what he did. He was like, because bitches like, well, let me not say bitches, but women, when niggas 20 years, I'm gone, woman. He did it like that. And yeah. Toya made a comment like, you know, talk about my daughter and T.I. I was like, nigga, you got an answer to that. He said, he spoke okay, to Okay, I did hear about that. Yeah. I just didn't know what he said. Right. He spoke to T.I. about that. He said him and T.I. had a great conversation about, about shit. He explained. He had apologized, basically. Well, he didn't apologize because he was like, they took that out of context, what he said about the OGs. But he was, it's an OG. He didn't name who he was. He got a podcast and just dissed the new niggas. You know what I'm saying? And he's just like, oh, he's... Is it Nori? Uh, I don't know, because you said he was, he, he ain't got no money or whatever. Like, I no, guess I he, And he was just like, you know what I'm saying? Nigga, you doing all this hating about what everybody doing, and it's then the third, and you ain't never gave nobody nothing, you know, into the game. You ain't told nobody... You know what's what's right or wrong. You know what I'm saying. You just sitting there, old dusty ass rapper. I hate you when you old dusty ass rappers do that. Which is MCA. Which which be happening. Which be happening because like you know a lot of the old school niggas don't give it up to the new school niggas and yeah. act as a new school nigga. So I like how he explains himself. I usually don't like like I didn't like the million dollars worth of game interview. I felt, yeah, that turned into a whole 
like you what said, a, a academics podcast, and he yeah. just did a whole bunch of screaming and all that shit. Yeah. But he was, nigga, BG to Charlamagne. He kept saying, yeah, Charlamagne, you taught me. And Charlamagne, you taught me. And Charlamagne wouldn't let him get a, get around certain shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was kind of mad, because they had Tori up there. And Charlamagne wasn't there. I was like, I ain't going to watch it, because Tori told him, only I came here to talk about my album. And that's basically what he talked about. The Tory Lanez? Yeah, Tory Lanez. But you know, Charlamagne messy ass, he gonna say some shit. Yeah. Like, well, what you come up here for? You ain't gonna talk about it. You know, you yeah. gonna say some shit like that. But he really had pulled a lot Andy of... Mm-hmm. He really did have academics say a lot of shit. Like, he explained the shit with Roy and Maul. And he was like, you know, I was just joking with them niggas. Like, I'm thinking them niggas gonna joke on, joke on me back. You know, we both, we both know uh, Joe. Joe, you know what I'm saying? And you know, you know, we just gonna talk shit about each other. You feel what I'm saying? Like everybody ratings gonna go up. He said how he's performative. I know a lot of people don't like DJ Academics, but I like him. I like his hustle. I like that he always tell the truth, and I do understand that that's an act. You know that that's performative, and he was telling them that. They telling him like you know, like Charmaine was like you know I called you about this, and I called you about this. I was going back to the Rory and Mall. He was just like once he seen that it was Rory. That actually he had it on his camera. Like he, they went back and seen Rory pull up and put the card in his name. He's like Rory said it was his girlfriend. Like he's like, oh man, you really are all around bitch for that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, oh you was on some other shit. Like you really trying to be on that type of shit. So nigga, we forever funky. And I understand that. What I thought that Rory went to shit. Yeah. Maybe understand more why Joe stayed out of it because it's like if you doing shit like that, bitch. I can't tell academics to be cool. Right. You feel me? So especially when it's like they always like how academics like nigga I'm just talking shit about them like all oh, just some other niggas on your podcast you know because Joe talks shit about my platform so I'm talking shit about his platform like but because that shit was true as far as them only being employees and shit not owners and shit like yeah it hit different like so it it turned up they asked him about the PMB Rock interview that he put out. And he was just like, you know, this wasn't a situation where this was like something in the tuck. We recently just did this. You know what I'm saying? Like, this was coming out anyway. And PMB Rock wasn't hot. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like, like nobody was fucking with him. Nobody, he wasn't getting no interviews and shit. I forgot about PMB Rock for a minute, though, too. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah like musically. Like, I mean, I, I hadn't looked for none of his music in a minute. I ain't gonna find it. Yes, and that's what academics was saying. And he was saying about the uh, about the shooting and shit. And you heard this killers got got caught. Yeah, yeah, that shit was crazy. What was it? Dad, dad, stepmom, and son. Daddy out of pocket. How bad do they have to be doing mm-hmm. to be like, son? We gonna rob this nigga with your mom. How bad you gotta be doing as a family to like to y'all all agree to some shit like that? Unless they just a hood ass gang banging family, which they could be. It could be just be a gang banging ass family that was just all with the shit. You feel me? And still, even then, how bad do you got to be doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? To be like, we gonna rob him right now. I right, throw our whole family away. And the way they got caught too. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to that in a minute. We on it? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. The way they got talked to, this nigga smooth. They <laughs> got talked to, and they got caught. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's way be so crazy, yeah. bro. The way they got talked, got caught, bro, it's like, for one, it just lets you know how hard it is to do shit nowadays. Because mm-hmm. they, they got caught on multiple cameras that followed them all the way back to the back street to where they could figure out where they was or who they was and shit. 
They said they literally followed all the street cameras. You feel me? That's why you can't do shit nowadays. There's cameras everywhere. Yeah. You feel me? I mean, it's ways. It's just all that. You feel me? All that drive by and pull up on us. Yeah, not, not 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 like how you used to. You can't do the same yeah. same crimes. Yeah, might have to walk up on some shit and go ahead and really thereby. <laughs> Yeah, really take different tactical movements and you shit. Yeah, it's a real hitman shit. You got to really be like researching neighborhood. You just can be doing shit on a whim. Hell no. So yeah, it's fucked up. Cause they catching everybody, especially out there in LA. It's like it's trying to catch everybody. It's like yeah. the same same way niggas is catching these niggas slipping. They catching the killer slipping. Yeah, catch the killer real fast. They saying that. The internet need to open. They need to apologize to his girlfriend because it had nothing to do with her posting. They was in the car watcher. Yeah, the cops hurt as hell. I think I'm gonna be real. He looked like he gonna snitch on his son. Yeah, I was just a getaway driver. He put me on this. I was a getaway driver. Yeah, I was sitting in the car. Me and my wife, my son. So my dad, I'll be back. Next thing you know, he runs the car. What you want me to do? Dude, straight <laughs> up. But I don't think that they owe her an apology though. Because if you listen to the academics interview with PMB Rock, he said it was two situations that his girl was like oblivious to, and he yeah. had to, and he had to tell her ass. You know what I'm saying? Like it's hot, and people ran down on him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And basically told him to check in. It's getting hot out there in LA. It is, and I'm about to move out there. It's crazy too, though. Honestly, I was just talking about how the whole world is getting crazy. Cause yeah. Yeah, you look at them niggas that they called Rico. They was niggas that was hitting licks. You know what I'm saying? Everybody hitting licks now. Yeah. Do you believe... People really hungry out here, bro. Do you believe people saying that rap is the most dangerous job? I mean, what other job outside of maybe a police officer you can think where motherfuckers going to try to kill you on a daily basis? And then not only that, like being a rap artist more than ever, it's like the streets. It's like the rap industry it always kind of been like the streets in a way. You got to have crews. You got to have security. There's no other genre where you gotta literally move around security everywhere for everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, singers and big R&B singers or pop singers and all that, they have security and all that shit too. But it's usually the top echelon of the singers who have security. And even then, I doubt they... We see so many people that celebrities that in pop culture move around by themselves. Mm -hmm. Dressed like... Soccer moms dressed down and just be moving. When rappers is moving like that and get caught up, niggas say they dumb. Why would you do that? Where's your security? You as a rapper, you didn't need security twenty four seven, especially the street artists. But that's odd to me because it's like rappers don't have the money like that. Like you don't hear about this. I, I thought it was like well because it's a predominantly black job. But because you look at Eminem, I'm pretty sure Eminem don't think no one's trying to kill him. I'm pretty sure Eminem. Be, I'm pretty sure if Eminem go to the hood because he's a white boy, people are gonna be like, "He real, he real, he came into the hood." You get what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure he don't walk around thinking that. I'm pretty sure Drake don't go into areas where he gonna be quote unquote caught lacking. Drake. I'm saying that's sure. compared. I'm saying I'm talking about compared to where most of these rappers got got killed at. Like you're not gonna see. I'm pretty sure you're not gonna see Drake in a Waffle House with with his with his baby mama, and he ain't gonna have. Hella security there. Waffle House will get shut down. Can not even come in the Waffle House? That's what I'm saying. That's how big he that, is yeah. and, and shit like that. So it's like, pause. yeah, pause. So it's kind of like, is it because of the shit that they rap about? Is it the, the the image that they have all this money? You get what I'm saying? Because 
if you think about it, NBA stars, if they going into hoods like Steven Jackson and shit like that, like how he was talking, I mean, they want to look like rappers. They want to look like, you know what I'm saying? Like they got money and shit like that. You hear about the no-name NBA stars getting kicked out of clubs or getting some fights in front of clubs so they ain't got let in because, you know what I'm saying, they try to pull that. Nigga, I'm such and such. Nigga, we don't care. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think it. I think it's sometimes. I think what mainly it is now too is because it's so easy to get on and and rap. It's so easy to get on as an artist that you can really. It's more easier for niggas that's really from the street to get on. You get what I'm saying? Especially with you know coming from a more um, emotional side where rappers really. There's a lot of rappers wasn't that deep into the emotion and shit like that, and they pain. It was only certain rappers and shit. This is like more of like a. I want to say a more emotional rappers as far as or expressive rappers of their feelings more. These rappers today, in a way, in well, not person like in interviews or you think in the music. Not in the music. And the niggas say they depressed, but I don't know if niggas be to me. I don't know. I'm I'm saying like it caters the music that they saying caters to the kids because of basically what they're going through. Like though we was more lyrical, that I feel like sometimes they think. That this person just screaming on a track is like getting his emotions out. You know, it's like, like what makes Uzi so big? You get what I'm saying? Like, what was make made him so big at that time? I think part of it is that he had like a genre that he had a way of music that made other kids enjoy it, like all, all races and demographics of kids. Like he made like, basically like rock rap almost. Right. You don't think it had nothing to do with his lyrics? To an extent, yeah, but he wasn't like, t- to me, what I'm saying, like being more open, he wasn't telling details. He was just saying, I'm sad and all my friends are dead. That's what I'm saying, like the emotional part yeah. of like, they really into that and kids, and I think the kids feel feel that, like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So they hear that, they like, you know what I'm saying? Because that uh, EXO tour life, I didn't know that was about a breakup. Him and that girl, Brittany, breaking up. Yeah. It's all I hear is, all my friends is dead. So I'm just like, oh, this nigga talking about killing himself. Yeah. But when I when I heard when my kids were like, no, nah, that's that's about a break. He ain't talking about killing himself. Like, listen to it. And I had to listen to it. I was like, oh, okay. I wouldn't have understood that because I'm hearing this. That shit. Yeah. And now it's like, I just I don't know. I just feel like since it's easier for people to get on, like it's like more street niggas. Look at drill. Like look at all the rappers that that in past that ain't got killed. It's it was a female rapper that got killed recently. Yeah, in Texas. Somebody else just got killed too. Another uh, another rapper, yeah, a female rapper Desco. She killed. She was killed after uh, she was posting money on Instagram. She yeah. was shot and killed during the armed robbery in Houston. Uh, was she was she involved? I think more more rappers is, is gang banging too. Look at how many bloods is in the, in the gang. Yeah, us definitely more rappers gang banging, and you got blatant labels because they want authentic. They searching for authentic. You feel me? So it's like it's also that. And that's the issue. Like, the niggas want rappers just really live it. Like, it just ain't just them. It's the fans too. You feel me? The fans want to see niggas on swig. You feel me? Shit. That's why. That's why I said that they should have been involved in the same Rico. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna be more involved in Rico. Like, I ain't gonna lie. I hope not. But I think Dirk will be in one because it's too much around what's going on with them. You feel me to where I don't see how it ain't one. So even with the like the Quando shit, 
even though this motherfucker's claiming you hear that it's like one was that it was the Crips who did it. Yeah, his own people's. Yeah, yeah, because he didn't check in and shit like that. And that's why he they were saying that he couldn't trust the people that was around him. That's why he put down the flag and shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, and I ain't gonna lie, that. I think more people is gang is in gangs because now niggas gotta check want to check in and want to know motherfuckers and shit. Every time you go into, niggas want to check in, and if you checked in with the bloods, nigga, y'all bloods now. Plus, I mean, it's gangs all over the country in general. So a lot of these niggas do be gang banging for the even get on. Yeah, like Melly, you feel me? Like Wando, you feel me? Yeah, yeah I feel like a lot of yeah, I feel like a lot of them niggas be. That's what I'm saying because it's so easy to get on. It's real street niggas that's just becoming rappers. Yeah. But that's why the gangs is switching lines from the check in because they're like, now you gonna come out here? You claiming in fucking Georgia, nigga? Right. You feel me? I understand when you was younger, you couldn't come out here to check in. You feel me? You was broke. Now you got it. You check, check in. in. You pay dues like the other niggas have to do in the gang out here, like all that kind of shit. Yeah. They don't give a fuck who you is. Yeah, they extorting everybody. Which is like, wow. Niggas thought it was out of pocket when Trick Trick was doing that. Niggas would fly in and fly out. Oh, okay. He, tell, he used to tell niggas, no flies on Detroit. Tell niggas, y'all don't check in, y'all came in. So what? He had Rick Ross like, I ain't even know. I, he ain't even tell nobody even. Trick Trick like, nigga, you tell anybody in Detroit how to get in contact with me. They don't know. It is one of those cities like that. Kind of like, nobody really runs shit. But they unite on niggas when they want to push a line. Yeah, that Detroit versus everybody. And then yeah. when they was on Twitter, like, it's so cold in the D. That shit was crazy. Because that's when Trick Trick had that shit on lock. Yeah. And then you got Jay Prince and them down in Houston. Got to check in with them niggas. Yeah. A bunch of niggas you got to check in with. You go into their city. If you was a rapper, would you check in? I can't see myself doing it, bro. It's like, that's just extortion. Like, I can't see myself doing it. It's not like no regular, like, oh, tap in and, like, you feel me, let me show you the city, you feel me? Yeah. Or, like, maybe if you want niggas to come spend money with businesses you fuck with out there, some shit like that, yeah, I come through show love like that. But literally, like, nigga, you need to pay us so you move without getting robbed, basically. What Trick Trick was like, was nigga, y'all coming to the club, and you know what I'm saying? Somebody throwing a, throwing a set, y'all coming. It's the after party. Y'all coming to the after party. Y'all finna help the clubs make money. You feel what I'm saying? Like, he was on some shit like that. Oh, well, if like, you on some shit like that, I'll do that. Yeah. True, I know true, the gangs or shit. It's like extraordinary. Yeah, yeah, pay yeah. Us. Nigga, yeah. For, for the F, you showing up. See. You can do something. Like, gangs, they like, I understand they protect niggas when they do that, but it's still extraordinary. Niggas. It's like, we gonna be your security or we gonna be the niggas to do something to you. Your choice. Yeah, that's how the mob used to how, how the mob used to get down. Yeah. But it's crazy because it's like, damn, nigga. Hey, for sure ain't doing that to white people. Yeah, no, nah, hell no. Nah. Because they said that white people get get uh, old police officers. They said how you stop that shit is getting police officers. Yeah. Like, Yo, security got to be old police officers and shit because they like to police officers will let you smoke weed and if you tell them to get out the room like you want to do other shit you tell them to get out the room they get out the room yeah. like they're not finna put the law over that, that job but yeah. their job is to protect you they got service weapons they uh know how to talk to the police license to kill yeah and when shit happens, they will take the stand yeah you don't have to worry about a motherfucking thing they're like yeah. they don't know why Vlad was saying that Vlad was like one of his peoples he won't say it but they got extorted out in LA he told Vlad, Vlad, like, you still, like, I got two security guards that came down. He's like, that's the reason why people don't fuck with him. He's like, because gangs would be like, the biggest gang in America is police. 
You know what I'm saying? Gangs will see that and be like, oh, oh, we ain't fucking, bro. It's all good. I think that's why a lot of times people be labeling certain rappers as police. Like, oh, you're police. But I think that's the smartest way to move. Because if I'm the nigga that just want to do art, like I looked, I went to Kendrick shit. It's like, damn, look how like artistic he is, how much time he putting into his show, dances, choreography. You know what I'm saying? Like rapping on, on, on beat and everything. And... It's niggas that got that he got to check in, and y'all ain't help doing none of this shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, nah, yeah, I'm getting the police, dog. Yeah, you niggas cost as much, if not more, than security anyway. Because then something happened. Look at with Tupac. What happened with Tupac? With the rape charge. He was with some niggas. She said that he didn't rape her. Yeah. Nigga, you the star. You got to take it. Yeah. And snitch if you want to. It's like, you you caught in, a, caught in no man's land. Yeah, shit. Same thing with Takashi. Yeah. You think about it, you feel me? He put himself in that, though. He was getting his wife's robbed. But he put himself in that, though. He did put himself in it. But I'm just saying, I'm not saying he should have snitched. What I'm saying is, he chose not to snitch in the situation. Like, he tried to be way more of a gang. Well, no, Tupac really did, too, though. That's Tupac gang. Like, he took the charge. That's the difference. Yeah. But I said that's why the Takashi shouldn't have snitched. He was really trying to be a part of the gang. You feel me? That's why that nigga extra out of pocket for that. But they really, but basically, they stored that nigga, though. You feel me? They basically was. And I ain't gonna lie, I do believe that, uh, what's the nigga name? Shadi. Shadi had love for Takashi. Mm-hmm. I do still think he fucked his lady mama, though, and didn't have respect. Even though him and her both swear that they never fucked her. He had a documentary on Hulu where they was like sympathizing the shit, but they was telling the story. I don't sympathize with nobody in the situation. I just think they all out of pocket. Yeah, I think, like, to me, I blame Shadi and him in that whole situation. Yeah. Because it's like, nigga, he wasn't. Y'all seen the lick and just kept going. That's what it was. Y'all kept going. Plus, who Takashi was aligned with? He aligned with Lucius, who owns fucking Universal. His yeah. son. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They said that uh, they tried to, like, nigga, we ain't doing nothing. Walked out. And Lucius was like, oh, I'll just call my dad. And dad was like, oh, we'll just call the police. <laughs> like, simple and plain. Like, yeah. fuck you think this is, nigga? He thought y'all was going to come in here and just start beating up on people? Yeah. It's not going down like that. I watched that whole documentary just to see, and I look at him a little different. But I thought, I, I watched it when he was like, different? yeah, at that time, because he was still locked up. So I'm like, if he come out and like, don't try to do music, you know what I'm saying? Just like, you know, be on some other shit, like try to disappear. I'm like, yeah, because he, he bit off more than what he could chew. Yeah, but he came out still trying but to But yeah, he started doing like, oh, you stupid. Because he was smart. Merch. He was big in other countries just yeah. by his merch. He would put pussy on the shirt or just weird shit like pussy eater cunt and shit like that. And people overseas was eating that shit up, just buying that shit. And then he was just like doing mu- like crazy music videos and shit. And when he did music videos, the crazy ones and shit, and they was kind of sexual explicit. One of the girls was 14. And he got caught up with that shit. Yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah. yeah he first got started. Um, right. So that's why he had ended up stopping. And that stopped his creative. Like, how was he going to get people to, you know, because like the shirts and shit, all that being crazy. Because he, he wasn't a good rapper. You know, he, he admitted he wasn't a good rapper. He just wanted buzz, you know, and they was making money. You feel me? He was, yeah. he was big. Like, New Zealand, they said if he'd have moved out there, he'd live like a king. Just because how big he was. Like, he could have got, he should have tried to get dual citizenship. You know what I'm saying? And try, yeah. to, try to live like that because he was big. But pause. But once that stopped, he was like, shit, okay, the next extreme would be trying to be with these gangs. Yeah. So he just bought everybody red rags and ice cream. He was like, can I shoot a music video with y'all and just act like 
um, did some just try to be hella obnoxious and then just spiraled out of control. Yeah, from there. Now he caught a whole charge, went to jail for two years. Was it two years? Yep. And he felt he, he had labeled a snitch, never going to have respect again. Like, he set himself up a failure with that, but I say he's still in a solid position, doing better on other niggas, which is cold. And like I was out of pocket because he did a lot of foul shit. Like he snitched on a nigga who actually, from what everything I heard, was the loyal nigga to him. You know, because yeah. the reason why he got robbed is because them niggas got into it. The Bloods got into it. Harv and uh, Shotty got into yeah. it. And Shotty like, fuck it, nigga, we on fuck them niggas and bounce and take him with him. Yeah, the original niggas like, we gonna find you. And they found his ass. Yeah. But uh, what's brother cool to be? That was some nigga who like, who was like the staple nigga in his videos. Yeah. He made his videos lit. They said bro was really like a real friend to Takashi. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like out of all of them, he was when I was really rocking with Takashi, and so that's why that nigga out of pocket. Like nigga, you, you told on him one nigga that ain't the thing is you sent them to do it. You yeah, feel so me? That, uh, yeah. Chief, no? yeah. So that's why I said I don't feel bad for nobody. That's why he's still out of pocket. Just but you feel like because he was extorted, just like he was extorted, and just other niggas was just foul. You feel me? Like they, the whole situation was foul. Yeah, so, being uh, being a rapper is crazy than a motherfucker. Yeah. So last time we was here, we was listening to the baby, his uh, boogie man song. Yeah. And he was talking about fucking on Meg. Yeah. His album is set to do like sixteen thousand. They saying he blackballed. I don't feel like he blackballed. I feel like it's over with for him. Um, this album was solid. I thought it was cool. I liked it. I, how many songs? I didn't keep it from it. Actually, it's something too. I think I forgot to say. But I think he is blackballed. His album for showing in the same promo. What is it? Yeah, I got four songs off of it. Four out of 14. That's cool. Yeah. And I feel like he was a little more open on that song, too, on the album. It's like all his albums was like he was open. Talking about his father passing. Well, since his, his father brother. passed, he's been more open to us on that. Yeah. On his Even out with his brother. About his brother. That yeah. album went crazy. I so I'm saying, album. yeah, he he opened that, that album up with that. I just feel like in rap, and music and, and shit in general, we only they only get like you only get hot one time, like hella hot. It's up to you to sustain a level of whatever after that. You know what I'm saying? Like when we were just talking about music errors, we could break down some errors or some people that had nice runs that's not that's still relevant, but it's not as hot as that space that they was. You know what I'm saying? Like there was a space where Jay Z was hella big. Pause. You know what I'm saying? Because of what he was doing, the remixes he was on and shit like that. But he's not that hot no more in the rap game, but he's still hella relevant. Wayne, we know about Wayne's run. He he had that space, you know what I'm saying, where it was just like that. Future, it was a space where it was just like that. Then you look at people that had a, had a nice little run, like the Fetty Wops, thing like the Roddy Riches. You know what I'm saying? Those people that had that, even like, when Juicy J went solo, he had a nice little run. You know what I'm saying? He was making ratchet music and shit like that. He was, and then look at Travis Porter. It's always, you know, you always that hot. What you gonna do after that? You know, and I feel like the baby had his hot moment. 
knew was the short rapper, uh, the one that was always in drama, you know, and, and rap at that time needed a new villain. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. was like on his 50 Cent shit where it's like, fuck everything. He was trying to be on that. He killed the nigga so he was authentic. Yeah. Girls loved the sex appeal, how he treated his fans, how he, how he treated Lizzo, B. Simone, shit like that. Like, yeah. his character, like, that was new. From North Carolina, you know how you ever been to school? You or oh, I know you moved to high school. High school is different, yeah. but niggas knew you was new. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They know they ain't seen you before. Yeah, so everybody kind of around you, like your lingo might be different. You go to school, like oh y'all do this, like oh my old school we was doing this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it's all that different. But then if you go to that school the next year and it's some other new kids there, y'all ain't like that no more. Yeah, everybody, like everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's the new kids that's on it. So I feel like that's what it be in rap. And I feel like that's where the baby was at. I necessarily don't think he changed his style too much. No, he didn't. And that's where... That's why it's downfall, too. Yeah. That's why I think it's going to be young boy downfall. You think so? I think he got a hold on the game. I think he's going to be like kind of like Future. Like where everybody used to say Future shit sounded the same. And then Future started making different sound of music after a while. He still had a hold. So let's see if young boy make different sound of music. He ain't been making it so far. It's all insane. How long do you think it took Future to start making different type of music that sounded different? Because Wait For You don't sound like throw up some, fuck up some commas. And fuck up some commas and itching kind of don't sound the same. They trap sound, but... Um, I feel like Future started changing up in Dirty Sprite too, for real. Yeah? Yeah. What was on Dirty Sprite too? Yeah. Uh, Percocets and Shippers and some different shit. Rich Sex? Like, yeah, I gotta hear it. That's like, what, three, four projects in? Young Boy dropped way more music. And to be sounding the same. So we just say how many albums, Young Boy dropped more music, so. He gonna blow him out the water and how many hours it take. If he ever changed. Yeah, that was fuck up some commas. Real Sisters, No Demeaning. Yeah, Future was getting in his bag around this time. Yeah. They just changed the sound up. Young Boy shit. Mm-mm. That's when Future started making the timeless shit. You don't think nothing before this was timeless for Future? That I could think of. I think the mixtape runs. I think all of them was, was classics. I think 56 Nights, Monster for Show. Nah, I know for Show, Beast Mode. Beast Mode, classic. I got here. There's some songs that I'm thinking about now that probably is kind of... What I was thinking about was like... Uh, like his first first songs. Uh, his first mixtapes like on Dirty Sprite or his first major? First major songs that like blew up. Uh, uh, turn off the lights. I'm looking for. What are you talking about? That, that too though. That sound hella old. That sound like. Oh shit. Hold on now. We going back to old music. Hold on. Let's listen to some shit. We, how far you want to go back to Honest? Honest is after Dirty Sprite, ain't it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How, how early you want to go? If you talk about his like how his first shit was 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 Dirty Spray, but I'm saying you said his his major. No, I'm talking the one like the songs that blew up first. It was shit that that uh, that blew up first before that. And the Montana, I mean yeah. Tony Montana. Yeah, Tony Montana. It was another one too. At the same damn time. Yeah, at the same damn time. Motherfucking free man. Check up on my 
I can see that still going up some places though. Yeah, in Atlanta it's gonna for sure go up. Yeah, but alright. Let's sound dead. This is the only way shit that comes back crazy to me. But I don't even listen to this shit. I don't listen to this shit in hell. Yeah. 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 I think that's his earlier shit that went crazy to me. Yeah. After that, though, he went on that run. He went on Monster, Beast Mode, 56 Nights, DS2, What a Time to Be Alive, Purple Rain, yeah. Evil, Future, and then Hendrix. Yeah. <sighs> I'll say Evil's probably the most trash one out of all of those. And you know what's crazy? A lot of people says that's his best album. I don't believe that. I don't. I don't I that's the least. Future Hendrix is a good one to me. Hendrix, Future <laughs> Hendrix, and or um, Dirty Sprite. I think. So, I think Hendrix. I think Hendrix. I think the Wizard goes stupid. Then they got Incredible Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Incredible goes stupid. I fuck with Beast Mode. Hey, I went to a concert of Future nigga uh, when uh, he did the Future Hendrix with uh, Migos. I was in the eighth row, blood. I swear to God, nigga, I felt it. like nigga snap out of it. I had to keep telling myself, he a human just like you, G. Because I just called myself, just like damn, blood. Like I'm really here. Even when Amigos was out, I'm like, look at these chains, blood. Look at them niggas going crazy. <laughs> it was so close. I'm like, put your fucking hand down, boy. You, you a grown man, shit. Groupy nigga. Yeah. They like put your hands up, boy. Put your hand down, nigga. You don't yeah. participate. I paid you, nigga. You put your hand up. <laughs> Shit, I paid to get in here. God damn it. I mean, you pay and then he got hit with the, uh, was it stardom? That nigga got mesmerized by stardom, nigga. Starstruck, <laughs> like a motherfucker. I seen Future do it because I think that was, because he was performing Hendrick. He came out to Incredible. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? They like, just wave, in wave, and he just walked out. Like, it didn't even seem like they set up, like you seen him set up his back shit and just say Hendrix. But he just walked out and just started singing. I was like, this motherfucker going crazy. Like, 
it wasn't a single, so you wouldn't. I wouldn't even think that he would play that. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? So like he was playing some cuts. That was one of the best concerts I went to. I can't wait till they start having more concerts, niggas. We gotta go. Yeah. And I find out y'all niggas don't go to concerts. Ari is like freaky Eric about dude. Yeah. Freaky Eric. You think the City Girls is over with? I think so. They just dropped a few songs. I ain't like they did shit. It's crazy. Because it's like 2020 fucked everything up for real. Because they yeah. would they would have worked. Because we, nigga, it seemed like the world stopped right on time. Because everybody was finna start acting the fuck up. Yeah. It seemed like summer 2020 was going to be the summer. Because it seemed like all throughout, niggas was at the club 24-7. Yeah. Especially where I was working at was right in downtown. Nigga, and the club's right there. We used to get out. We used to have beer clock at my job. Real? Hell yeah, nigga. At 4 o'clock, it's beer clock. They, the, the other side, they got wine and beer. Niggas that's working on this side, keep working. Niggas on the other side of the building, they drinking like a motherfucker. Karaoke hella shit. And niggas that stopped that, beer clock, stop getting drunk. Then people, you know, niggas. Niggas got Hennessy in that motherfucking shit, but you can't drink heavy. So niggas outside drinking. Next thing you know, niggas welcome to the clubs and shit. Or everybody around and then went somewhere, bar hopping and went to the club and shit. Then it just was like, fuck it, I'm already... I'm used to the clubs now, you know what I'm saying? So now on Fridays, you feel me? I don't even fuck with them. Like, I stopped fucking with them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just yeah. going with. Then 2020, yeah. Fucked all that up. Fucked it all up. And I think it fucked up records like that. Because imagine if, like, WAP came out at a different time. It would have went fucking crazy. I was looking at them talking about in Houston, niggas ain't throwing money no more. And then the strip clubs. Strippers are mad. They like economy bad. And ain't nobody throwing shit. <laughs> it was booming at first. I think it was in EDG Hell yeah. I don't know. It was killing. They hot now. That's why nobody working. Nobody working because EDG. And I don't blame them. You think about all the, all the money that the company gave up for EDG. How much they want to pay you to get back working. You're like, wait a minute. Are you sending my shit? <laughs> why are you sitting in my seat? So if you wonder why that seat feel better, that's why. Nigga. Like, that's why the shit probably hella hot. Look at the sizzle. Like glory. Because the glory was there, nigga. Look at the sizzle. This nigga Milton stepped in. An hour and a half into the pod, y'all. Y'all was asleep. I'm going to lie to you. Say absolutely nothing. Watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got shit to say. Yeah, I got you to say. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, niggas? I'm back. I wasn't even supposed to come, bro. I was supposed to go to birthday dinner and shit. I can't on that, bro. I was asleep like a bitch. Wow. Let's What y'all think the song of the year is? Futures, Wait For You, featuring Drake and Timbs. Cardi B, Hot Shit, featuring Kanye and Lil Durk. Hell. Hit Kid and Gorillaz. Fuck nigga free. Let's go. Jack Harlow's first class. Jack Harlow. Lotto's big energy. Drake's way too sexy. Featuring Hell Future no. and Young Thug or Kodak Black's Super Gremlin. Why I gotta fuck nigga free. Yeah, I, I gotta go. I gotta go to Super Gremlin. I was thinking Super Gremlin is the second choice, but that's more so like the last year. I I feel me. like the yeah. And then also, I feel like the way Fuck Nigga Free launched her whole career and yeah. people doing so much with it, like, 
it's taking over like in a different type of way. Like I feel like I heard it was like them playing a the fuck nigga free beat for like a game or some shit. Like yeah. the outro of a game or something. I feel like I saw it somewhere nah, she, she, as like the intro of a show. Or she outro. doing the voiceover and shit for the Memphis Grizzlies and shit on their Twitter feed. Yeah. It's, yeah, launched her in a whole different shit. She yeah. just dropped the verse. I mean, the new, what, what was that? The, no, something Cardi. too, Tomorrow too. Yeah. With Cardi and shit. Yeah, that shit going crazy. Yeah. We watched it last week. Uh-huh. She going crazy. Yeah, so. But does that mean that her shit was bigger than Super Gremlin? Because when Super Gremlin come on, they go crazy everywhere. Super Gremlin so Super Gremlin so big. Some people got that as a top five diss song of all time. Now. That's a diss song. Yeah. yeah, about Jack Boy. Yeah, about Jack Boy, bro. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I never knew that. I just thought the shit slept. That's why everybody was saying that it's top five diss song because a lot of people don't know that it's a diss song. It's a top five diss song, I think. Or I can see why they make the argument. I say that. I can't really like when I try to think about it. I don't know if I can't think of five that's like bigger and more impactful. The difference is, I feel like everybody knew the other ones was this songs. The ones I'm thinking about, and niggas don't know this one is a diss song. So that's probably why it wouldn't be top five, just because niggas only know it's a diss song. How can you make a top five diss songs and most niggas don't know it's a diss song? Well, people liked it back to back as a diss song because they were saying that you could play it in the club. But you knew it was a diss song, right? But that's what like made it most, even harder. You feel me? But right after that, Drake would diss you subliminally through songs, and they go crazy. When has anybody stopped and yelled the lyric of Gremlin in the club? What you mean? You know how niggas would be like, um, um, like you get murdered by a singing nigga. Like niggas do that in the club or the, um, is it your tour or your girl's tour? Right. Like that, the whole crowd <laughs> yells that shit. The whole crowd is basically yelling Meek Mills this. Right, but if that that's if, not happening, if, look, and we if, all know it. If did nobody, know and that, we love Meek Mill. If did nobody know that that was a Meek Mill diss, would everybody still react to that song the same way? Yeah, it's a slap. I think so. Exactly, but that, that, that's what Kodak is like. If people find out that's a diss, they be like, "Oh, this shit still go crazy." That's what make it go crazier because everybody knows it's a diss, and nobody has a problem with yelling the shit out or screaming it. They niggas just didn't rapping the whole song like. I think because this is a well put together song, though. You feel and me? I, it's catchy, easy to understand and remember. Like Super Gremlin, you know Super Gremlin word for word. Can you rap any of Super Gremlin? Never been a superstar. The hook. No, it ain't safe. Well, that's all I know. Yeah, rest of that shit, I'll be like, yeah, this shit slap. <laughs> I don't know the words though. But I think that Super Gremlin crossed over a little bit too. So as I mean. It goes up. That, that song goes up. I'm Glorilla not saying I'm not, over, bro. and I'm not really white people with some like go. Glorilla's gonna be in some white person's movie in the next year. Right. There's gonna be a white bitch that's gonna saying she's like fuck something free. Right. That's she's gonna she, say she's fuck boy free or something. That's because she hot right now. No, I'm saying next year. It's she, like she already her doing shit. the Memphis Grizzly right. shit. She already there. Can you know tell me hot. anything for yeah. Super Gremlin is gonna be in white people movies or white people culture? Possibly, you know why he would be. Super Gremlin was like on the NBA Finals, wasn't it? That's what I'm saying. It was on the NBA Finals, but I swear I saw Fuck Bigger Free. I heard the beat of Fuck Bigger Free for like a football game. It's for the uh, it's for the Memphis Grizzlies. She she did that. Not for the Grizzlies. Thing. I think I heard it for like a football game like recently, like in the, like the last few weeks. With like practicing or like coming out to the shit? What? Like, like on the entry, you know they do like the... Oh, uh, yeah, like, like the little... We'll be back in a minute, guys. Yeah. yeah. Like, is that the fuck nigga? We'll get a word from our sponsors. And they played that shit in the background. I mean, the yeah. background music that was yeah. going out. It was on something, bro. Well, I know for sure the NBA will do that shit. Because they do that shit anyway. 
I'm pretty sure two right. was on the NBA. So, so when, when fucking uh, the Maybe Warriors come off, they play Tell Me When to Go. So yeah, yeah. So they be with it. Maybe it was a TV show. I mean, but think about the girl Ice Spice. Yeah, you much. She hot right now. But yeah, don't nobody she know, huh? See her performing Houston. And rolling out? No, Houston. Oh, yeah. And they was like, Houston don't, she got to have more than three songs in the catalog? Yeah. That's interesting because I looked at her rolling out performance and everybody was bad about it. It just came out. But remember when she was. But remember when she was like, we ain't doing these earlier shows. The price went up. Oh, yeah. When they came out with that little statement. Yeah. She should have did them earlier shows. Get her some practice. I, that's why I, I kind of don't like the game with this streaming era because, like, remember, like, Chitlin' Circuit? Niggas are going to Chitlin' Circuit, and that's how you really go up. Yeah. You could do them tours and be underground for for a while. You feel what I'm saying? Artists development. If you, yeah, exactly. Do you think that's good or bad for the culture, the lack of artist development? Yeah, it's bad. It's definitely... It's bad... It is bad, but at the same time, I don't even think niggas of this generation really care about the performance wise. Like the older niggas are saying, "Shit, ain't no stage presence and all that." They, they care, care about it, bro. Though. Just because the performance is gonna carry the energy of the concert, no the matter what you, no matter what like group you come from, you want to have fun. And when you go to a show, the artist dictates the fun. So if the artist performance is trash, the crowd is gonna be trash. That's true, but. As we see, they keep having her perform. So obviously, niggas want to see her. She just and they know she can't perform. Niggas just found out last week, bro. They still that's what I'm saying. They still want to see. They don't care if she can't perform right now. They still they just want to see her in that zone. They don't care that she can't perform right now. They keep bringing the bitch out. So I mean, shit. Nigga, she only booked like three shows, bro. Bro, she nah. People go like this. Them if boys, one, okay, if it was to say she only got three shows, but one of those three shows are rolling loud, nigga. Like, what? That's yeah. a great three shows. Like this. Other artists have come out and have been trash performers and they got better over time, or they just only perform in certain venues. Like, she might only do little clubs like that, and she ain't gonna never do nothing bigger because ain't nobody spending more than $50 to get in nowhere, $40 to get in nowhere to see her. You know what I mean? They'll spend 50 or $40 to be wherever venue that is, and just so happen she there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Matter. So that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. It really, I, it does not matter if she has she stage presence or perform or not, bro. Because she looks so good, and they don't give a fuck about that. It doesn't matter, bro. It who? Because nobody's gonna book her big. She's not gonna get to anything. Bitch. That she's not is right. Theaters. She's not gonna get none of that. Anybody, literally, bitches from Love and Hip Hop can Why get booked to go to a club. Anybody with a name can get booked to go to a club. Whatever, nigga. They don't give a fuck about her not being a performer. That's what I feel. I don't know. You could be right. And she keep she Possibly won't get wrong because she won't keep I'm getting booked wrong. at Rolling Loud. I'll tell you that much. She what? She won't keep getting booked. She might get another Rolling Loud just to see if she got better. If the next one is trash, you won't see her on another Rolling Loud. You won't see her on no festivals. Nobody's gonna book a trash performer for the festivals. That's why that one nigga who nobody knows keeps getting booked for festivals because he performed like a motherfucker. I can't think of the nigga name. He's like a big ass buff nigga with like a kid voice. Yeah, I never seen him before. Uh, uh, I don't know. You talking the nigga that be on TikTok? I don't know what he be on. He wear white beaters and shit. Uh, yeah, he wear white beaters. He be like rapping hella, like he hella buff and shit. I only see that nigga on TikTok. I ain't gonna lie to you. You don't know that nigga name, so that is much of a stage. But, but he keep, you know, like, Ice Spice. That bitch can't perform at all. Because I know it's so music, but he keep been on all the festivals. 
He's on all of that. I just see this nigga. You don't know his name. I just see crazy demon dude. You don't know his name. He on some like big buff happy positivity shit. That nigga's like the happy little Uzi. Now he can perform way better than Ice Spice, right? Yeah. I'm asking you, out of her and him, who the fuck you gonna go see? He gonna be on more festival stages than I him actually, and I don't even like his music, but I would be in. The, I would like to be in the crowd for his performance. So I you don't even like his music, but you watch that nigga perform. That don't make no goddamn sense. But I would want to be in the crowd for his performance, or at least be on the side because that nigga stuff around buff. He get people that's high. Like, that's not really just because he is energetic. Don't mean he can actually perform. I think sometimes your perform dude, your dude. performance can make you make people like you. His name is Jaleel. Jaleel. Yeah, I just found it. Yeah, this nigga, huh? What you talking about? Big buff nigga that he dancing? No, he ain't like acting. Yeah, that's him. That's him. That's him. Yeah, I see him on TikTok. I don't even know who he is. Look at this nigga, bro. Look at the crowd. Even if you don't like the song, being something like that, it'll make you be like. I mean, yeah, <laughs> because everybody else did too, but. Nigga, that's what I'm talking about. You ain't going to go to that nigga's concert, bro. I go he, see him at a festival. He's probably the greatest ever. I but you're not going to sit at your house and get on the laptop and let me go get your Leo. Concert tickets, real quick. Now, if he's at that festival, sure, but you've not. I would be happy to see him at a festival. I don't I, like his music. Yeah, he looked like the devil. But look, I will see him at the club. But look, I think that your performance can make motherfuckers like you because I seen. I was at a concert when I went to Lil Wayne. Them concert, he was on a concert with Chris Brown, and Neo was there. Who Neo? And I wasn't really too like familiar with Neo music. And how his performance was, I was like, oh, yeah, let me check some of his shit out. Just because he performed it, great. Even, like, the Kendrick. I know a lot of people that went to Kendrick, and they came back and was like, hey, I wasn't familiar with his shit. But because he performed hella good, I fuck with him. I was like that with Gaga. I seen Lady Gaga performance, and I was like, oh, shit, this yeah. bitch crazy. Yeah. So your performance do could make motherfuckers, could get you more fans, though. So. Of course. It could actually hurt you. Like I said, if you can't perform, you're not going to be at the higher level. That's what make Cardi go crazy. That's why she's above the city girls. That's why she can make songs with them and they won't be on her level. Because her performance, her charisma, the way she can manage stage. Why you don't think that they care? They just care about the music, bro. And the, they care about the personality. They don't give too much fuck about the, the, the performer this, or this the generation uh, that or the, or the audience. The audience. Uh, this Cardi B is part of the generation. You could say that's the difference between Cardi B and the city girls. She just came out, she just got big like three what years ago. What about Megan's bro. stage presence, though? She got Meg's is good too. Cardi just became a rapper. That's why people love Meg. That's the only thing that's relevant about Meg is her performances. Think about it. Her music ain't really been like that. It's been her performances. Her performances ain't going viral. No, every every artist is not the same. Yeah, we like Meg because she can perform really well. But we also like niggas like Young Boy because they just who they are all through the. He gonna gonna perform the same way he do in video. The same shit. It's it's not just really. You seen his performance before? I've seen the nigga clips and all that shit. Yeah. I never seen it. the same way. It's the same shit. But that could actually be still energetic, though, bro. If it was how I'm imagining, that kind of shit could still hype the crowd up. That's high energy. All Ice Spice is doing is walking around, bending over. What is... Like, like just trying to Megan, look bad. What is Megan doing? What is Cardi doing? No, Megan's doing whole shit. dance routines, bro. It's the same shit. Megan's doing whole dance routines, bro. What is like, Nicki Minaj doing? She doing like the rapper Sierra then there. Megan's like the hip hop Sierra. How about Nicki Minaj? Nicki Minaj had production behind her shit. But what does she do? She has production. But what they all she do? twerking. 
She don't have to do much, bro. When you yeah, got production, what she do? they all torture. You know, now, she don't have the budget to have that production, production behind her yet. Yeah, because of she, course she just came out four days she ago. She get there because <laughs> but, of where she coming you know what from. What Nicki Minaj was signing Young Money in an era where niggas put of, money behind their artists. When you perform every day, of course you're going to get better. We can do it. We we better at podcasts. We do this shit all the fucking time, of right. course. But I'm telling you, as of right now, Faye, they don't give a fuck. She can't perform. They just want to see do, her. Bro. I ain't gonna lie though. Two things could be true. Because I think that her audience, they don't give a fuck. They don't. They like, we see Ice Spice out here, especially at Rolling Loud. Because, why hold on, check this out. Hold not on, wait. Attention when she wait, hold on, though. We talk, I'm talking about Rolling Loud. Because Rolling Loud, most of their performances, is just a bunch of motherfuckers screaming and hollering and shit like that. But then that's why I say two things could be true. Because I think that shit that happened in Texas hurt her feelings. Because she didn't have no more hits. I don't think it was more so about her performance. I think it was like, okay, that's a song. What else? And then I don't even think that song really is too much catchy. I think it's just like a part of making you a munch. Part. Outside of New York. Because what, yeah. what other part of the song do people know? Yeah, I was surprised they even looked in Houston. But that's what I'm saying. They so used to seeing Biggie shake ass anyway. That's not going to... You know what I'm saying? That's, they well, see that shit on also, the day. Her, her rolling out performance is trash. So where is that rolling out at? Bro, that was in Canada, wasn't it? I, I think, think it was in New York. Yeah. In, in New, New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That's no, where she had and they wasn't fucking with her. That's where... No, it was hype when she came out. It was fucking with her. It's just... That clip made her look way worse than with the wind blowing. Yeah, they were talking about her performance. People, people that wasn't there was talking about her performance, but Rolling Loud is like that. I didn't see... That's where they... Get him black. Get him black. Get him black. That's Kodak Black dancing. And then once he came, he that's stopped. That's a good performer, bro. He stopped. He stopped and the crowd was, was, was going crazy and singing it and singing his crowd. People do uh, people do that. Kodak is a good performer, bro. But I think more people were so excited to see Ice. Look. Check this out. I think they were so excited Google. to see her. They didn't give a fuck about Never her performance. performer. He's standing up there with 50 niggas and just rap. That's it. That's not stage. I mean, now that is stage presence right there because it go along with the look. But he ain't doing nothing so crazy to the point where it's just like, oh, I got to see Dirk perform. But I would, I would like to see Dirk perform. But Jay-Z shit like spoken word. Now, Jay-Z. He don't have a hype, man. He don't have to do nothing. He's Jay-Z, so... Uh, we can't even bring him okay. up. You whoops. feel me? Whoops. Now, if no, you look yeah, at the dirt. Who, Jay-Z? Yeah. When he had themed concerts. He had the suit and tie. He made sure that shit was was themed. He had the on the run. That was themed. Him and uh, Mary J. That yeah, was that's themed. production. So, yeah. so that's what made Jay-Z concerts, though. And so, he come from that era where niggas put money behind their artists. So do y'all think Ice Spice is going to um, become a big artist? I mean, because right now, everybody on Glow. I don't... What, Glorilla... Came out with fuck nigga free, and I think, and then her up tomorrow, hot. Mm -hmm. Ice Spice, I think she went on Rolling Loud, and was, that was a, too big for her. Another thing, how that. I think Glorilla gonna be bigger than Ice Spice. I think she is, but I, but do you think Ice Spike, yeah, I think Spice Glorilla gonna be big? No. She'll be. She ain't gonna be big, but she'll still have her little fan base. I probably just, I think she will. Find a way to survive. Yeah, she's gonna I think survive. somebody's gonna put money behind her. She got the look, like she's gonna be bigger than Lotto. She'll be, she'll be Damn, around. No, Lotto way better rapper. Lotto about to go crazy. She Lotto about to take Lotto, Lotto, Lotto a way good. better rapper, but I got a better sex appeal. I'm gonna be real. I think Lotto could fuck around and be bigger than everybody. Then she, Cardi, all of them. All that, yeah. yeah, I think she be bigger than Cardi, but, all of them, bro. I ain't gonna front. But you know, that ain't always the motherfucking factor. Niggas yeah. be the best rapper, yeah, all the shit, true, but too. you know. But that's why I'm saying she got the other them. factors, too. Yeah, she do. She that do. that pass up, like her being, you know what but, I'm saying? 
But I think Ice Spice is sexier than her, so she got a better sex appeal overall. So she still gorilla? be around. You feel me? Big Ooh, Ice Spice. The way yeah, Gorilla rap, she don't have to be. Both come out uh, sex appeal, right? Oh, you talking about she got sex appeal? She got better sex appeal. She got better sex appeal. A lot of. To me, I, I want to fuck Ice Spice more than I want to fuck. This is some, you know, just some. That's because we know a lot of listeners where the fuck you see some nigga talk. That's because we've seen a lot of when she was smaller, too, though. That's, yeah. See, I'm looking outside of what I would yeah, want to fuck yeah, personally. So you got to look at yeah. how the world. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, why I'm saying, as far as me. Yeah, no, I probably yeah. how the world look at her. And if where she carry herself, how she interview. It's how like she dressed. Yeah, yeah, like. We seen more of her than we seen in Ice Spice. She's more polished, of course. She's older. She's been doing this shit. As That's why know, she's gonna be bigger than Lotto. She's gonna be bigger than Cardi. You know, them. you know who Ice Spice remind me of. This situation remind me of. This situation remind me of when Corey LeRae came out and she had a big show. And when she was out there dancing and shit, and the crowd wasn't going crazy. It was a big performance and that's what end up fucking happening sometimes without the artist development yeah Koi can perform she could perform but it was still the same it wasn't translating she didn't have other hits and that's where artist development come from because it's like being a position you got a big hit what do you do do you want to make do you want to go to the studio make another hit or do you want to make money off of this hit you want to make money off that hit most of them want to do that but you see, like, in our time, in our era, I remember people like 50 Cent and them saying that he'll have a song, a good song, and they'll be like, all right, where, where the next one? And they're like, damn, nigga, this one, everybody in the neighborhood like this. And they're like, no, nah, you ain't as good as your next hit. Jay-Z used to say that. Like, you know, after the album come out, he done with that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? He trying to find the next hit. Like, everybody felt like their next hit was there because you make money off of touring and shit like that. That's why performances does matter. Because now you can do bigger tours and everybody gonna come out because they gonna get that performance from you. From you, you feel what I'm saying? So you do. I think Ice Spice was put in the wrong That's position not. by going and lo- rolling loud because by her going and rolling loud, of course they want to see her in Houston. She should have been booking them shows like she did that Chitlin Circus shit that she that she said that the price went up on. You know when she was saying how she was getting like what four hundred. What four thousand? Now it went up to ten thousand and shit. She should have been getting them four thousand dollar checks. She gotta go back to them four thousand. What's she doing? She ain't getting four thousand no more. Two thousand. Everybody's different with they shit. Right now, niggas may not be feeling the way she's just walking out doing that dumb ass shaking and shit. But eventually, they probably will fuck with that. Right now, niggas not fucking with it. And the way you control the stage and the way you your your style has to fit you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your your performance has to fit who you is. And I feel yeah. like that's why I'm just saying I think Ice Spice is just putting in the wrong position. She should have did them them small shows, man. Get them four get them four thousand dollar bags as practice. And yeah. then guess what? You can put on these other songs on that because they booked you. So fuck all them people that's live. That's what I don't like about, about this era with people like with the whole fucking telephones and shit and and, and everybody could record shit telephone. All these motherfucking phones uh, and shit. That's what it's you, can called, <laughs> you can record motherfuckers and shit. Like it's like comedians. Like when comedians started off, they was getting booed and shit. They talked about it, but it wasn't an era where people was recording and shit like that. They had to find a stage presence. They had to find how to deliver the jokes differently and shit like that. Nowadays, we don't have artist development, and I think that's what's lacking. And ice and people catch a hit, and they come out to Fabio shit. They ain't even talk. They ain't even talking about Fabio's show. He a bigger artist than that. They talking about uh, him bringing ice spice out. Cause you only be hot for a certain amount of time. That's why I think well, she should have did, or she should have tried to make another fucking song, another hit. 
I think she's doing exactly what she needs to be doing. You know why? Why? Because we're talking about it right now. No. You think we're going to talk about her next week? Possibly. No, we're not. Ice Spice out of here, bro. She ain't lasting. I remember being on a pod talking about reading on Glorilla signing to Yo Gotti shit. And it's been up since yeah. with her. Now you done came in here talking about she doing the shit for the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. Do you think in her, you think Ice Spice trajectory going to be the same as Glorilla's? That's not her main mission in life. Nigga, no. She's not going to be fucking doing voiceovers for the Knicks, but she's definitely going to have a career and can survive. She ain't going to be Jay-Z. She can be Brisk the Kid. You know what I'm saying? She can have something. She can be, you feel me? It's an error for that. That's where it's the errors that you can get a little fan base. Yeah, everybody compared to the highest of highs. Niggas can it, there's other there's tiers, niggas levels. Mm-hmm. Niggas been saying that for years. Everybody compared the bitch to fucking Cardi and Nikki. She ain't gonna be Cardi and Nikki. We know that. Everybody can't be Jordan. There's some Anthony Hardaways though. Do you think compare comparing rappers to, to niggas like that kind of stunt their growth? Yeah. Did we just sit here and talk about her about Nikki and Nicki Minaj and compared her with Lauren Hill, all types of shit. She, we just came came off five fucking days ago, bro. You can't make an assessment of her career when she only been out a month. You can't say she ain't gonna be shit if she ain't. She only been out a month. What other female rappers was on Rolling Loud though? We don't even know, but we know Ice Spice was there though. Nikki, Nikki shut it down a few uh, nights ago too though. I ain't gonna lie, Friday night. We can look it up. We know Nikki was there though. Bro. We in an era where. Any news uh-huh. is the great, the great. If niggas is talking about you, that's great. All right, let niggas talk about this podcast. We up. It's great. Niggas, these niggas be done talking about shit. Man, weak as hell, but y'all talking about this. You right. didn't expose your audience to me. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It was like, we don't even, Nikki, we don't even know nobody people. else. No other bitches was on that rolling loud tick. Rico Nasty, Asian Dog. Oh, it's a lot. Coyle Ray. Yeah. But Nikki was the first uh, female to headline it. Yeah. So Ice Spice wasn't even books on it, bro. Yeah, she came out. And I think that's why people talking shit about her. You ain't seen that Tory Lanez interview on uh, Breakfast Club. We was talking about it earlier. I seen it. Mm. Surprisingly. What you felt about it? still getting booked. Hmm? What you felt about it? Actually, he was cool. He wasn't acting like a sucker. He was actually being transparent and shit. I wasn't mad at him. He was saying he basically can't talk about it. We knew that, though. Right. I wanted Charlemagne to be there. It'd have been I, different. You think he wasn't there on purpose? I don't know. He do that a lot when niggas, some niggas come in. I know for a fact he don't want to Yeah, that he don't fuck with. He keep his distance for sure. But what was interesting in there is he was talking about his acting and him doing auditions and shit. He said he was supposed to do the role <laughs> with uh, Joey Badass. In power. Oh, for real? Yeah, he said they kept he kept doing reads with that. So he was gonna play Joey Badass character. Yeah, I could see him being that that character. Yeah, yeah, I could. He got a new album came out. I heard a little snippet before niggas came in. Oh, it just came out tonight. Shit, yeah, it came out at nine. No, this nigga already got the sleeper off the Tory Lanez. <laughs> Joey killing that role though, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. I wasn't dead so bad. We're not killing. <laughs> kill that nigga. Kill this nigga. He was man. smart though. Yeah, yeah. I like I like smart niggas like that in the game. Yeah, I for sure could see Tory playing a role, but I think Joey better for it because he yeah. really from New York too. And so that's sound was, more authentic. You feel me? Because he but, really from New York, bro. That's what I was noticing about that interview. He sound like a New York nigga. Tory. Yeah, I maybe kicking around a lot of New York niggas or something. Ain't Toronto in New York close anywhere? 
Not that close. They close though. I mean, you can drive up from that motherfucker to well, yeah, so Canada, close, not niggas to in Toronto. Not, sound like New York niggas. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So I'm saying he sound like authentic New York niggas. You heard how Toronto niggas sound, right? Yeah. The Munsdom. Yeah, <laughs> Munsdom like, hot. Uh, English man, Munsdom hot motherfuckers too. Yeah, like Presser, you ever heard him talk? Mm-hmm. Presser, so he did it from Jamaica or some shit. Oh, Presser, I thought you said Presser. Like, yeah, when I went out to Jamaica, we was on a bus with some Canadian chicks. They sound like Tory Lanez. Nah, they turned around and they kind of like got offended because we was like, "Oh, you know, this y'all first time in Jamaica." They're like, "Hell no, nah. we come out here like Canada, hella cool. We like this is what we do. We do this every summer." Yeah, they do. Get, uh, a lot of Jamaicans live in Canada, right? Yeah, and yeah, vice versa. They, they hold they, little Islander shit. Yeah, and they that's why they all sound like that. The man's them hot. Y'all got any uh, like any artists y'all came away from them and drop an album? Um, Drake. Just because I feel like the last album was a throwaway. I don't think that was a real album. That house music? Yeah. Not even that one. I was about the other one. I didn't even count that house music album. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you was talking about this album. I immediately went to uh, Certified Lover Boy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I Me forgot too. about that shit. <laughs> my ear. CLB was a minute ago, bro. He do need another album. <laughs> <laughs> I actually <laughs> fucked with the, the one he dropped recently. <laughs> I swear that album came and went, bro. I'm like, damn, CLB long ago, long ago. I immediately seen the uh, album cover. I'm like, all the motherfucking emojis. That shit yeah. Like, man, you know, bro. <laughs> he needs another one. Uh, yeah, Drake, I say oh, Lil Baby. There's a lot of anticipation on that next one. And I haven't listened to, I didn't listen to the first one. So I'm, ex- I'm excited to listen to this one. Because I'm actually listen- I want to listen to this new shit. Lil Baby? Hell yeah. You know what I'm going to say, actually, now? Now I'm thinking about it. Wayne. He cut. Carter Six. I think his next album about to go crazy. I think he had to get it since he had got uh, released in his new deal. He had to get his stride back. He was rusty, mm-hmm. so I think that's why the first music was hitting like that. Even that first album was cool that he made. Yeah, Free Weezy. Yeah, it was solid. But I just, I just say that you feel me. The next one, I feel like he be more polished. He got his chops back. He be killing shit. He getting on. I think he gonna have more resources as far as the people that who want to fuck with him now. Mm-hmm. Just because he done got himself back up there, you feel me? He more relevant again. I think Wayne next album about to go crazy. Yeah. We was talking about earlier how Lil Wayne turned 40. What you niggas say? Real quick. Real oh, quick. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, I forgot, <laughs> I forgot you, you just came in here. So, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we already told y'all milk. That shit reminded me of that. My bad. a little late. When you talk about my niece, he wants to talk about academics. <laughs> How did you feel about that? What you want to talk about? I feel like he need to shut the fuck up sometime, bro. He finally got checked. Finally, it's, it's finally he's starting to realize you can't just sit on the internet and just say whatever the fuck you want to say and no repercussions. You know what I'm saying? Although we don't know exactly what happened, we know niggas is actually like, all right, bro, you need to like calm down now. Yeah, he said him and Ti had a, had a great conversation. Okay. Yeah, tweeted out. He was like, just letting y'all know, like. You know, me and T.I. spoke. Okay. I like how he said when he tried to speak to T.I.T. I was like, it's my birthday, nigga. I'll talk to you, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> hung up on him. Bye-bye, nigga. But that's what I was telling you earlier, Faye, when I said the interview, he was like real humble. Academics was, was, was real humble and shit. And, and, I, and you can tell, like, I like that. Because sometimes niggas be acting out, and, and I like seeing you, like, it's like when teachers, when you acting up in class, and they see you with your parent, like, oh, nigga, you ain't, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, nigga, oh. That's basically how it was. Yeah, I caught him. Nah, I feel like that's how yeah, it was. Like- <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you know, I swear today I, you're looking I, I was driving and said I'm making compilation. It's no fault, bro. He got here and I just got toxic. I don't know why, bro. It, yeah, it ain't my fault. Thoughts. Yeah. I'm going to tag you all in so you don't have to put it on your page. <laughs> it's going to be a compilation episode just like a, like two hours worth of phase. All, all thoughts. my fucked up jokes. He called in and he threatened him. Like, listen. No, I was talking about Charlemagne. Like, how he was Like, how he was. He wasn't at the. Uh, he, was at, <laughs> he was at the Breakfast Club interview, and I was just saying, like, how academics need not to turn up on Charlemagne. Like, he wasn't on none of that shit. He was, like, really being candid with his answers. Go ahead with your fucked up thoughts. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just asking, how do y'all think the conversation went now? Between academics and T.I.? Yeah. Now, I'm thinking the most fucked up shit. Like, T.I. tell him, like, nigga, I still got machine guns. I got it. all that. I'm the first Charleston white nigga. Bruh. <laughs> I got this. Just off the topic real quick. I got to listen to this nigga, bruh. I, I'm a fan of this nigga. I'm sorry. Who? Charleston white, bruh. You tell you I've that. been converted, nigga. He's one of the funniest old niggas. And he be saying some real shit. He do. And he said he only say that wild shit to get niggas to actually listen to what he got to say. Yeah. And when you actually listen to what he got to say, he's saying the most really shit ever, bro. Yeah. So he's on somebody, I forget the name of the podcast he was on, but it was a clip I was watching. It came up on a YouTube clip. So I just ended up watching the shit because it was, they asked a nigga about King Von Mama. And it was like, did you really want to apologize to King Von Mama? But King Von Mama? And he like, oh, nah, man. I was just talking shit that day, man. <laughs> he's like, I just said a lot of shit that I don't really mean, you know? He's like, I ain't going to apologize to that later. Did, he, did she apologize to them other babies that, that her son killed? And it was some real shit. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't be mad at you for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I said, hey. <laughs> yeah, man. I like him, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it was a clip that he was saying he was suing somebody. Whack 100, he lied and said, I'm sleeping with a yeah, He was like, oh, no, it's up forever. Where am I? He said, he called me yeah. a, he called me a Man, I'm not. He's like, yeah, no, no. I know he waved a white flag, but no, no, man. He, he, he listen to that specific interview, bro. He, yeah. he funny as fuck, bro. I fuck with Charleston White, bro. I can't not, I can't dislike him no more, bro. Yeah, I never man. did dislike him because I always understood. And I saw him interview before he got famous, you feel me? I forgot what he was on when he was talking to the OGs about basically how, like, the Crips and the Blood got to be responsible for, like, the way everything is going, how crime is, how hip hop is, you feel me? Everybody gangbang because of y'all. You know, like, yeah. We all looked up to y'all. You feel me? Yeah. Like, but he was talking more humble, but he was saying still so like some real shit. He be saying some real shit, bro. Similar shit, how it's up there, bloods and crips to help fix our communities and shit like that. He dropped some of the real shit in the interview. I was like, damn. I feel like a sucker for not liking him before. Yeah, I mean, I was like, I've been watching all this interview. You gotta watch him, bro. I remember you telling us on the pod that you, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, nah, I just can't get past what he said, bro. Niggas a snitch, they call police. Yeah, okay. I'm a real nigga, bro. <laughs> that nigga said, you see my dreadlocks, I'm a real nigga. This nigga said, he's like, what you mean I gotta check in with you niggas? He's like, California wants you to check in. He's like, they couldn't even protect Nipsey, but they want you to check in. He said, man, call the police, homie. <laughs> <laughs> This nigga ain't gonna do nothing for you, man. Call police, homie. <laughs> Earlier in the pod, we was talking about Wayne being 40 and how we didn't got old, right? You want to really date us? 24 years ago, this dropped. Take the baseline out. Uh-huh. Oh, this is my daughter. She likes it. Let's go. Bam. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Let's bump. 
That's crazy. 24 years ago. 24 years ago, nigga. Yeah, I think. There's a chick that's 24 and said, that's what shit my mom and my daddy used to like. <laughs> <laughs> think about that. There's a chick that's 24 that's going to tell you some shit like that. That's some shit my mom and my daddy used to listen to. Bro, I was in a... Say, that ain't going to make you feel old. Bro, I'm about to tell you some old shit. <laughs> in middle school, I was in this play. Hmm. Annie. I was in Annie play, nigga. I was in singing this shit in middle school for a fucking play. And now for a person to be like, Nigga, a young adult to say, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, this is my daddy. All of this play, like, I feel hella old. Like, 24 you know, years ago. With the Jay Z version in the play? Nah, no, just the original, just, you feel me? Oh, okay. The Andy part, right? You feel me? 24 years ago. Crazy because there's many kids rapping this shit. Yeah, the time moving by fast in the motherfucker. I'm just looking at this list in '98. They gotta meditate more so get time to slow down. <laughs> oh, bro. 24 years ago, this shit dropped. They still go up too. I can show the scene, bitches still going shaking ass to this. And they blew. They didn't hear it to that shit. Classic blood. I remember being in middle school when that came out, and they was. And I remember my my partner Chanel. She was like, "Dang, when we get older, our classic songs on KBLA is gonna be hella raunchy." No, nigga. Nowadays, when these niggas get old, they music gonna be hella raunchy. Uh, I don't think so. You don't think? I don't think it's more raunchy than ours. What's some more raunchy than wet ass pussy? Put it in my mouth. <laughs> in my motherfucking mouth. Like, come on now. That's true. <laughs> come on now, bro. <laughs> That's the last time I thought you were going to I was thinking, like, nigga. I was thinking that. I just didn't want you to do that. Yeah. Like, yeah that was the nasty. He got something nasty in that, I think. But yeah, that was the. Look. You remember that video? I don't remember the video. I do remember the video. Nigga, Lil John. Ooh, nah, 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 nah. I'm so horny and I just Bruh, want you to that, fuck yeah. me. They ain't got no panties on. Ain't got no panties on. I ain't got no Put a panties on. Put a panties on. Put a panties on on the dance floor. Shit, that's worse than why. Come on now. But you got, okay. He was freaks, girl. Well, look, him, how many licks did it take to get to the center? Oh, I don't think I that's mean, one of my favorite songs. I don't think that's one of my favorite songs. And she tell her, she said, tell her dick and all kinds of shit. I'll freak bitch. I don't think that's going to, I mean, come on now, they got, they got more nastier songs than just WAP. I just use WAP. Cardi got some. Cardi, what? Megan, <coughs> Lotto. Name them. That's worse than those. That's worse than those. 
I think WAP nastier than uh, how many licks. Which who was talking about? Her verses was about how she was sucking hella dick and fucking niggas. She was talking about niggas eating her pussy while her period was on, on man. These young bitches ain't never did no shit like that. Come on now, bro. Come on now, bro. Ain't no man. She said fucking nigga and fuck his best friend. Yes. Come on, bro. It made a hit. Pull over that ass too fat. And that motherfucker was too fat. Niggas had to pull over. Yeah. Hold on, real quick. Hold on. Let me pull over. This man is too fat. Hold on, y'all. I gotta stop the car. I gotta stop. This man is too fat. I'm gonna fuck around, tear some shit up. Switch ass for the streets. Hold on, hell no. I value you niggas' life. I value everyone's life. It's too much ass on these. We did the most responsible thing. Nigga threw it. We responsible thing. He threw the gear. This shit don't even do that no more. You had to have a scraper at one point in your life. For real. You had to have a scraper at one point in your life. Grant Farvey. Grant Farvey. The nigga stole a million from the state of Mississippi in cahoots with the mayor or with the governor. The governor, I think, if I'm not mistaken. No, the mayor, I'm sorry. The mayor of Mississippi, one of them states in Mississippi, mm-hmm. for his daughter's uh, volleyball team, Mississippi State. So the nigga was taking government funded uh, money and funneling that shit into the athletic program, bro. This nigga has made over 130 something million just off his career. Career. Not, not, we're not talking about endorsements and none of that other shit. And niggas is barely even talking about that shit, bro. They talking about Ime Doka. <laughs> they talking about Ice Spice. They ain't talking about it. <laughs> they ain't talking about it. still in Mississippi State. <laughs> they ain't talking about Mississippi State, man. And in the text literally said, this can't come back to me, right? <laughs> right? Like, come on, I bro. can't get caught and go to jail? Can you, you, you know you doing wrong, bro. There's a whole bunch of affluent white folk that always steal and then don't even fucking... It's just That's way. how the game be. Yeah, how That's the American way. Oh, niggas just swept that shit under the rug, bro. I mean, but, millions. I mean, ESPN ran a little story on it. And what didn't do good. People didn't give a fuck about it. Yeah. It's crazy how the drama, the sensationalized of the this relationship and Cuz being with Nia Long and now Matt Barnes coming out saying it's deeper and all the mystery. That people don't gravitate to that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then you got to look at what's going on. Brett Favre stole, what, $5 million from welfare and shit like that. They're like, man, fuck them poor ass folk. Mm-hmm. It's <clears throat> fucked up, but that's just really how it be. He going to be forgiven in the South. From the poorest state. And he went to their college out there. Yeah. Yeah, so he's straight. He cool. That's why it's like, what are we talking about this for? What the NFL going to do to him? Suspend it? Nathan. Nathan. They can't be shit with it no more. Exactly. So he don't be shit. What's that? Lee's, Lay's, uh, Levi's, whoever the fuck he with. Government hire a thousand more IRS agents for PPP loans and shit. That's crazy. Yeah, that's what's crazy. And them niggas got PPP loans and shit. You know he got one. Four, five. But yeah, two. Yeah. Brett Ford scamming like shit. Yeah, they got a pocket. That nigga, ain't he racist too? Yep. He like everything that like you hate about white privilege. Like, for real. Like, rolling yeah. up in Brett Favre. Yeah. Then you think about how he, how he played the game. Like, it's like he threw all them fucking interceptions. But it's like, he's, he's just still a crazy. kid. Yeah, yeah he's, he's just crazy, a kid bro. playing and shit like that. And you just think about all the bullshit that happened and shit Luke like that. Luke Jersey. hated that shit. I hated that shit. I hated that shit. I hate Tom Brady's shit, too. 
I hate them loose ass, stupid ass jersey quarterbacks be doing, especially his shit, big ass sleeves on motherfuckers. Shit, speaking of football, how you niggas doing in fantasy? How y'all do last week and how y'all doing so far? And I lost last week, bro, like five points. I had a game time decision with fucking the Charger, Herbert and shit, so I had to start Tua. Tua, <laughs> this nigga, they need to sit him down, cuz. <laughs> they gonna kill my nigga. <laughs> I thought he really did die, bro. That nigga fingers was all, <laughs> all his fingers that broke. I was like, yo. I was like, wait. This is nigga tackle him and break like 12 fingers, nigga. That's what I thought. I'm like, wait, he landed on top of him? I had to see the replay. And then when I seen his head hit hit the back, I said, oh, shit. Again, I was bro. like, yo. That's two weeks in a row, though. nigga. was like, <laughs> if he had broke all his fingers, bro, that would have been a funny thing. That nigga's thing, concussed, bro. bro. Yeah. He, he got a high level. Bro, let me tell you. Yeah, that was a scaleless concussion, bro. I got a concussion just off falling, nigga, one day off and doing. I didn't have no cleats on. I was San Mateo, fell, just wasn't even tripping. Got up, ran, finished the whole day, hella shit. Went home, middle of the night, nigga, I wake up, nigga, head throbbing, nigga. It was a mild concussion. That shit hurt like hell. So I know for he got a concussion, bro, and it's sad. And that nigga's probably going, I don't know, but he don't need to play no football right now, bro. He has yeah. a concussion, bro. That concussion looks scandalous. I had a mild one, bro, and that shit feel like, like nigga, it feel like a, like a nigga running over my. You know, I stopped the car, feel like I was under that motherfucker. Like that shit hurt, bro. Yeah, D lineman scandalous. That was one of his cousins, and he just oh. slammed that nigga with his head like that. For real? Nah, but oh, he was some more. Yeah, I think he was some more or something. Somewhere around not on the bloodline. They cousin. Like, uh-huh. He he really slammed that nigga like that on purpose. Like he had to do that. That's fucked up. He for sure did that on purpose. Yeah, that's crazy. He probably didn't mean to concuss him, but... I mean, he I wanted to slam out there, it. though. Feel me? I mean, shit. That's crazy, because now I'm going to pick up Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> Y'all win last, next, last week? I won. I won in one league and lost in the league, me and this nigga, and I lost my cousin Q. But that's because everybody would have fucking... Trade Q into a championship, but like, bro, you niggas don't like. You niggas don't know y'all in competition with yeah. niggas. I hate when niggas do that. That's shit. why Patriots don't be trading certain niggas and shit like that. Like, bro, niggas, I'm trying to win too. It's all niggas. gamesmanship. Like, you don't be making your team. Niggas make their team moderately better. You gotta think like, I would rather trade with somebody else than, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah, look. You at can't that. make if he your first place. Nah, but he gonna fuck around. He gonna and fuck be. around and be for sure. He was zero two, and he just beat me last week. And his team just got better again. Yeah. So yeah. niggas just traded him Saquon. But he said he been negotiating with that nigga since week one. Well, that's crazy as a motherfucker. I seen that shit. And just shit it still ends head. up with that, though. That's what killed me. What did he trade to get Saquon? I got to look at it. This nigga ended up with Saquon and Michael Thomas. <laughs> he, he, I wonder what he got, though. What, what, what he gave up on me. He, he gave, he gave up Pitts. He, he gave up Jamal Williams. Daryl Henderson and C.D. Lamb for Michael Thomas, Saquon Barkley, and Nico Collins. Come on now, bro. The fact that it was even a three for three. Mm-hmm. And it kind of wasn't, though. I think that Nico was who he was going to drop. Nico who? is who he was going to drop because he, had two, he yeah. got two catches. Yeah. Yeah, less than five. Uh, they going off. Because uh, I got Jamal Williams. Bro was hurt last week. Uh, Swift. Mm-hmm. We got a little more playing time, but that's not necessarily going to be the whole. Why would you give a Saquon for a nigga that's only going to be the part-time starter? Yeah. 
That don't make no fucking sense. If there's a nigga that was like a full time starter, but not as good as Saquon. But then even the other niggas, I feel like ain't worth it. Who's the other two? Unless again? he thinks Saquon gonna get hurt. Jamal Williams, who else? Saquon be hurt a lot. You feel me? So unless he feel like that nigga gonna be hurt, he Jamal. probably he probably playing the long game. He probably feel like Saquon gonna be hurt because he has been hurt every fucking year. Jamal Williams, C.D. Lamb, and Daryl Henderson. Maybe he likes C.D. But that's how I lost. I lost because he had C.D. Lamb Monday night and C.D. wasn't doing shit for three quarters. Then went off in the fourth, late late in the third and shit. Oh my god. Like, he likes CD, man. He still live out CD. Yeah, I won last week. You know, I, it was a game time decision for Herbert. You started him? I started him. I should have started him, bro. I couldn't. I had to make I had to make, I couldn't. I, I said I, that was the only quarterback I had. I said, fuck it, I'm gonna go ahead and just gamble. But I had I had two over him. Mm-hmm. Two was playing early, he was playing late. Why you only have one quarterback? Because I was just banking. I didn't bank on him getting hurt. I gambled. And when they was trying when the niggas was trying to trade me, I said it. I said, now nah, I'm gonna gamble this week. They was like, nigga, you can you afford it? No. But I'm a gamble. I was praying like a motherfucker. I hate them niggas. I'd rather really you blow me out than me lose by a four five points. But I s yeah, exactly. You, you hate them I got T I got T. Higgins. T. Higgins doing exactly what I thought he was gonna do. I got thirty seven from T. Higgins tonight. And I, last week I had Devonta Smith on my bench and he Ooh. went fucking crazy. He went crazy. <laughs> All my wide receivers and went crazy this year so far. Like you at least one game except for Lazard and uh Scantlin. And Scantlin ass gonna get cut fast. You gonna drop Scantlin? I'll pick him up. <laughs> I ain't need to get lead. You want Scantlin? <laughs> nah, I'll play. Fuck that nigga. I said I'm stacked, bro. I dropped the Colts defense, nigga, picked the Eagles defense. At one point the niggas had forty five points over my league, bro. They finished for like thirty six. Y'all got anybody playing tonight? I had Tariq, got me twenty five. I had two of them. Damn. You sat him last week too, didn't you? Yep. Mm-hmm. He only had five points. He had 11 in ours, right? He had 11 points? 10. 10. Damn. That was crazy. This and watch. This and, nigga asked that on purpose, too. <laughs> and watch Wentz go crazy. I hope he do, too. Go crazy you know with Dobson. You know he is. Yeah. Because you, you every time you start somebody else, the, the nigga go crazy. It always do that. Nigga, I had Dobson sitting. He went crazy. Garrett Wilson Sitting went crazy. Devontae Smith went crazy. Watch it gonna be Alan Lazard yeah. this week because I got him sitting. Watch, bro. I had Jamal. I got Jamal Williams. If I would have started, I would have won this week. I just didn't start. I wasn't gonna start in no way. Going into week four, how do y'all feel about y'all team? Realistically, I feel like I need a quarterback. And this league, in my other league, I feel actually pretty solid about my team. I feel like I use another running back, but. I feel solid about my team. I got James Robinson. I think James Robinson about to keep eating this Bro, year. I got him too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm just gonna say that. Yeah. Have anybody tried to trade y'all this this yep. year? What was the most? What's the bullshit trade that y'all received? Um, I'll try to. This nigga try to get Justin Jefferson for Khalil Herbert and um, it was some other nigga, but no. Nigga, you know, Justin Jefferson, nigga? No. Look. Herbert kind of going crazy, though, ain't he? But I don't need him. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Right. Somebody else possibly need that nigga. I don't, why would you trade a running back? You know for sure I don't need no running back. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a strong person to try to get Jefferson and wasn't a good trade, though. Yeah, and the, and the nigga you try to receive, you try to give me was. Yeah, you, you got to give him somebody big. Saquon Barkley and Robbie Anderson. From Mike Evans and uh, Austin Eckler. This is like week two. Like before week two. Right. <laughs> this is before week two, though. He offered me that. 
Saquon and Robbie Anderson, but Mike Evans are all sacked. Niggas be trying to get you when your players like ain't doing shit. They think you just don't budge and shit. I ain't that trade ain't as bad right now. I'm gonna negotiate <laughs> it a little more. I'm like, give me a uh, hit that nigga up. Yeah, give me somebody a little better. You gotta hit a nigga middle of the night. First thing he wake up, that's what he gonna see. His mind ain't gonna be right. Gonna be foggy. He might press accept, <laughs> nigga. The bullshit that I received <laughs> was Chase Edmonds and Travis Et. What's his name? Et. Yeah. For Nick Chubbs. Ooh, nah, hell no. Yeah. And then he get and then he offered me Never. CMC and Cordell Patterson for Chubbs. Ooh. I don't know. Hell nah. I don't know, because Cordell Patterson, bro, he I don't know what it is. Nigga nigga timeless, bro. Chubb been going doing Chubb what for sure been going crazy though. You feel what I'm saying? Let me get down to cook off you. Oh shit. He's strong too. You want to talk about Malika Andrews? What happened with that? So that email Doka shit with what happened with, with he cheated with the VP of sales wife. That's who it was. Mm. And you know, they had a little discussion about it on ESPN. And uh, Stephen A actually was talking about it and she called in and basically tried to insinuate that he was victim blaming and and because he wanted to know who wanted all the news put out, not just he made Doka, you know what I'm saying? Right. And if they was going to put all that out they and not fire him, they was, he was saying it was wrong because why would you just put him out on front street? Not, if it was consensual, it really stemmed from her conversation with Kendrick Perkins when he was saying, well, all parties are guilty. And you know what I'm saying? It was consensual. So I will know her name. And then she got to her feminism bag. I guess she's a feminist or whatnot, a self-proclaimed feminist. And you can tell that with her because she always did into it and, you know, yeah. Whenever she don't feel like she's right, she get kind of sending and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's why the Warriors wasn't fucking with her no more. And it sucked because she's from Oakland, bro. Yeah, because she came out and lied and said Steph Curry said, "What are we gonna do? Whoop that trick?" He never said that. And Iguodala was mad at the press conference. He was like, "You know, now it's crazy because now we can't have people around us." Because like I don't know what she did that for. So that was a big thing when the Warriors was playing the Grizzlies. She already people was already looking at her different since then. She's fine, so yeah, she, but she she she's a uh, Rachel Nichols. She got a white uh, boyfriend, so leave with that. That let you know everything you need to know. Like Zendaya. All right, y'all. Let's get out this motherfucker. And now I'm leaving this thing of mine podcast. It's with your host. It's the astonishing Donis G baby. You ain't that cousin popping for milk. But it's late ass. Ladies and gentlemen, your boy Fave G, your favorite brother, aka the Toxic Terrorist. And we out this motherfucker. So we not doing uh, slappers. Oh shit, I forgot about slappers. God damn. Yeah, my bad. X that out. We gonna do that again. So yeah, we can go to slappers. Oh yeah. I can go first. I always go last. That's uh, right. Yeah. Hey, uh, we gonna go with uh, Fred Obey. Let me tell you. Hey, which one off the top? I thought you do the song already, I'm talking shit. Oh, yeah, I heard it. I heard it. Oh, shit. 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 Oh, when I feel like you was all mine If I ain't tell you that I need you, let me tell you If I ain't say that you was special, let me tell you If I ain't tell you that I miss you, let me tell you If I forgot to say I love you, let me tell you
Forever minus what you said to me. I cherish you even a block of sand. You were my dog in my pedigree. And your new nigga, a bitch, he probably scared of me. See you with another, I can't take that. How you gon' move on and you ain't give me my heart back? You block my number, block my ears, so what the fuck, fuck? This shit can't end that easy, we supposed to be love. If I ain't tell you that I need you, let me tell you. If I ain't say that you were special, let me tell you. If I ain't tell you that I miss you, let me tell you. If I forgot to say I love you, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Baby, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Baby, let me tell you. That was Fredo Bang with Let Me Tell You. Alright, so my song is uh, Baby Money, Keep Quiet. Is it? Yeah. Bitch, you know Andy the beat. I just put a 60 on my hand, you understand? Drop top, came through lamb, you understand? I ain't gotta say it, no, I'm the man, you understand? She was sleeping on me, so I had to go and fuck her friend. Tell him, wake up, nigga, get your cake up. Slap the flies with my fiends, that's the shit that made us. I'm just fucking baby girl, I'll never lay up. She don't suck me like she love me, that's the quickest way to break up. I always die, we come chop all they rides. Kids better not be outside when we slide. Money keep on coming, I couldn't stop it if I tried. I ever told a bitch that I love her, then I lied. It's not your time. Keep quiet. Slide down they flat, but the engine keep growling. Nigga said it's beat, nigga, we all seek by it. Start off with the switch, then we shoot like three choppers. Keep quiet. Slide down they flat, but the engine keep growling. Nigga said it's beat, nigga, we all seek by it. Start off with the switch, then we shoot like three choppers. I seek for some help. I'm trying to be quiet. Pat a speak for themselves. A nigga better duck if I reach for my belt. No, a nigga better duck if he reach for this 12. I was robbing in my ride. You was high with your partners, walk him down, fly, fly, put a body on my child. If you see me with a bitch, it's a thotty on my roster. Oh, 13, I was scamming niggas with my mama. Kind of vicious for the hoppers, hammer niggas out they pocket. They ain't coming through that back door, make sure you niggas lie. Understand we took this way, cause we ain't have another option. You know I got the paper, see a op, nigga drop me, see money. Keep quiet, slide on they block, but the engine keep growling. Nigga said it's beat, nigga, we all seek by it. Start off with the switch, then we shoot like three choppers. That's a uh, baby money. Keep quiet. And we out this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Peace.